Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is James. Buy me a Coke. Hey, thanks. Oh. Oh, you do have a Coke. I do think it's funny that as soon as you started counting down, you grabbed your phone and started texting. <laughs> well, I had to get my text in before the, the countdown. You had to text off? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, if I don't, off. then, you know, we're going to end up getting... There's a... They're wrestling. Yeah, there's a huge cat fight going on right now. Literally with cats. Yeah. Like, not with chicks. No. I'd rather the chicks, personally. Yeah, but I'm not going to turn down a good feline this fight. This is a pretty good fight. Hacksaw and Squee are, are thrown down. Oh, they're, circ- they're kind of circling each other right now. Oh! That's ECW! Cold. ECW! You it, it Robbie and Rose here. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, we're podcasting. This is episode 16? 16 sounds right. 16. Probably not, but okay. Uh, Rob came over and picked up all of the old D&D books. Yeah. From yeah. the second and third edition? Uh, no, it's all second edition. Most of it's second edition. Well, except for one. No, there's some, I see some D&D. third edition in there. Well, it, not, not as far as manuals go. There's a couple campaign settings. Are you sure? Yeah, stuff for, yeah, yeah. the Ravenloft book is third edition. Is it? That looks like the third edition player handbook. No, no, no. Oh, is that the, the ad when they redesigned it? Okay, before they went with third edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, we all, all used to play D&D. D&D. Yeah. And more, more, or less importantly, in that stack is also our Vampire the Masquerade books. Yeah. Because we all used to play Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> yes. Or World of Darkness, because we played I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah. I, I'm not ashamed of saying that I played D&D. It was fun. Yeah, oh, I've, I've been wanting to play it again. I'll say I'm more ashamed together. of playing Vampire than I am. I, I'm not ashamed of playing D&D, but I am slightly ashamed of playing Vampire. Why? I don't know. It's just nowadays with the whole Twilight thing going on. And yeah, the, but they were yeah, but they were, they were cool back then. Yeah. That's what that's what the whole... Yeah, we've talked about Twilight before. Yeah, and we'll talk about it again. So, Rob, you're digging through some pewter pieces at the moment. Yeah, I was wondering where all these went to. Right there. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that we had like seven times as much. This is kind of like a time oh, capsule. Oh, a new challenger appears, Tater and Hacksaw. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole time capsule into the past because you're looking at all of our old D&D stuff, but if you look, the tin that holds all of the D&D pewter figures, it's a Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon tin. That is yeah. kind of a badass tin. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's missing from the Sailor Moon tin? Sailor Venus. Yep. Because she was the last to join, even though she was the first Sailor Scout. She was. I've been I've been looking for a torrent for that, and even though I I, I prefer everything to be um, subtitled, yeah. Like when I watch when I do watch anime once every every seven years, I uh, you know I, I want I want my Sailor Moon to be dubbed. Yeah, I can understand that because you know that's something we all watched on TV. Well, Did you watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we just got a use to the English voices. I, I, when I've watched some of the movies subtitled, it right. always throws me off because I'm not used to the voices. It's a giant rat wearing armor and a dagger. <laughs> Ratman. That's from Redwall, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I agree. Even even when I rewatched uh, Tenchi, mm-hmm. Tenchi Universe, I kind of got the Tenchi <laughs> English dub too. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not bad. No, I, I think all the voices are spot on, and if you uh, get the actual um, DVD. Uh, versions of them there on sensor too. Yeah. So. Well, I have a, a Chinese bootleg that I bought at a pawn shop. Oh, nice. dual audio. Oh, is that the one for Universe? Yeah. I need to watch that because I love Tenchi Universe. It was the shit. But mm-hmm. so this is our. This is not our D and D podcast, nope. nor is it our anime podcast. Nope. But we've got those planned for the future. Hey, it's a rock golem. <laughs> oh, I remember him. I remember this rock golem. Yeah, we used him frequently. Yeah. Um, we had a. Before we get into this podcast and this podcast's uh, topic, do you want to go into some of the... I mean, you came up with some topics for future podcasts. Uh, I think we can just keep them in suspense. 
Hey, is this yeah. Dr. Doom? Is it? No. He kind of looks like Doom. Uh, he it looks like a weird cultist or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah he looks like he's got a metal mask underneath his hood. Maybe. He looks like a hobbit dressed as Dr. Doom. This is our D&D Pewter Figures podcast. <laughs> anyway, we, we came up with at least, what, say, 15 different topics. Yeah, and these are all topics that we've thought about in the past, too, but uh, we just kind of wrote them down so we don't end up with a day uh, where we're like, okay, what do you want to talk about today? Right. Yeah, so, and also, if you have any suggestions, either a com- either comment somewhere or, or send us a uh, email to what mudkip5000 at gmail.com yep. somewhere and let us know what exactly it is you think yeah. we should talk about. And thanks to everybody who does give us the feedback. We, you know, it's not a huge amount, but we do get a, a few infinity on the destructive forums. Uh, almost always comments on the, the latest episode, which is very cool. And I know Zodiac uh, has emailed me several times telling me she enjoyed the episode. So yeah, and thanks to everybody who's listening. And yeah, please shoot us a line. Let us know what you think, uh, what you don't like, what you do like, so we can make this better. And money. And yeah, send us money because we like money. PayPal buttons on the right side of the podcast page. It, it buys us things. Yeah, which I like things. We like things, and we like bu- well, we like buying them. I'm too. holding this podcast ransom yeah. until we get like ten bucks. I'd be okay. fine with a ten dollar donation. So if someone until we get ten dollar donation, I'm gonna hold a gun to the podcast head. Okay. You 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 just see if I'm gonna blink first because you know it don't mean shit to me. I'd, Good. So I go ahead and shoot. I will. Oh, <laughs> guys, save us! I don't have. Yeah, Rob. Rob's crazy, man. We need ten dollars. Rob is fucking crazy. Actually, if we had ten dollars. We can buy a pizza. I'll shoot myself first, then I'll shoot you guys. Wait. <laughs> yes, I, I like that plan. Go for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That that would work out the best. I'm yes. sure. The um the topic this week uh, in our second. I, mean, I was actually going to hold the podcast. Oh, like the actual MP3 file. file. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to shoot the personification of the podcast. Well, yeah, and then that's, it would, that's what I mean, yeah. By killing that, it would then... Oh, okay. Never and, the, and the personification of the, the podcast is like... You know that, that game, uh, like Pictionary or whatever, but it has like the, the Mighty Mug-looking figure? Yeah, you, where you draw on the guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck when I was thinking about holding the podcast hostage, it was one of those, but it was just fuzzy. <laughs> so it was a popple, basically. With no features. Okay. Is this like that thing where they draw like little anime chick versions of different operating systems? Do we need one for our podcast? Like an a, yes, an anime version, a tan? Is that what they call them? Yeah, I, I have no clue. What yeah, you've never seen that? Like uh, I've seen, um, I've seen like there's there's a chick and I think she has like blue hair, and she's the uh, she's Windows XP. Yeah, and then there's a fire. There's like a Firefox one. There's a, I think there's yeah. a Google Chrome one now. Yeah, it's it's some weird hobby. Yeah, they, 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 it's and it's the same chick, but the people drew this anime chick that represents Windows XP. Yeah, and there's apparently some kind of like collaboration where people decide on the personification and then they draw fan art versions of it. I don't get it. So, if any of you guys are artistically inclined, draw us a personified ho- personification version of a hot chick anime style of our podcast. Yeah. Does that mean that the Windows Vista caricature is just in a wheelchair? <laughs> I think it has Down Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but apparently Seven or whatever it used to be called, Moose Jaw. Is, it, is that right? I have no clue. <laughs> Before it became Windows 7, it was like Windows Moose something? I remember Memphis was a codename, but I think that was for like XP or way back in the day. I, I don't know. I think it was Moose Jaw. Moose that's Jaw. probably not true. I'm just talking out of my ass now. Okay, that's what we do every week. Yeah. Next, uh, well, in the second block, 
we'll move on to our main topic. Yeah, and uh, that topic will be uh, some of our favorite childhood films, uh, ones that kind of inspired and us and shaped us, I suppose. Yeah, shaped us for the better or for the worse. Oh, yeah. I did not plan on that part. Ah, uh, way to go, Ben. Because I got, I got di- no, I planned on five ones, but they didn't shape my being. Well, I mean, it they doesn't have to be like you know the representation of. Oh, know, I mean, I can go with I mean, that from my childhood, though. I mean, well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, just five movies from your childhood that, like, meant still something stick to you. with you today. Me- like, you know, meant a lot to you then. <coughs> still, you know, you go back and you can watch it fondly, and you can, okay. yeah. As opposed to say, for instance, this wasn't one of mine, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like Tron was a movie, yesterday. but apparently it doesn't hold up. So a lot of people I know <coughs> like Tron, but don't like it anymore. It would not be one of those. I know uh, several people that like Tron, and they still like Tron, and they're adamant that it's not a bad movie, and they're almost too vocal about the fact that it's it's a really good movie, and it holds up to the point where you start to think that like they're just yeah. in denial. <laughs> I watched that for the first time yesterday, actually. Mm. Tron? And I fell asleep. You gear it up for that four times. I've never actually finished Tron. As a but boring I, fucking movie. I am super psyched about like, the new one. I it didn't fall really cool. I, I guess that's the weird thing, because I didn't fall asleep in 2001 in Space Odyssey. I watched the whole thing all the way through. And I was and I was sober. Were you on the okay. edge of your seat? No, I was just like, I wish this spaceship would land. <laughs> I went and made food, came back, and the, starsh- and the spaceship was still landing. That's how I feel about Alien. I watched Alien yeah. the other day for the uh, for the, like the billionth time. Yeah, that's kind of a 60s, 70s thing. There's a, a lot of those movies were just really slowly paced. Well, Alien was like like a like a reply to 2001. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Ah. Huh. Yeah, they were like, oh, 2001 did well. Let's let's make a horror movie. Ugh. And they kind of pissed me off. Um, watched the uh, the DVD that comes with the special edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About why they decided to make the alien and it just it makes me sad why like not as much thought was put into it as you would expect no, since you love alien so much it was a yeah it was well, a slap together project basically kind of like the one guy he uh he had a dream like they were trying to figure out what the alien what was going to be happen in the story he had a dream and he woke up he's like oh god rape is not fun <laughs> yeah and so he's like really yeah that's man that's what he said that's a bold statement yeah yeah <laughs> I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> I mean, every time I've raped someone, I've had a blast. <laughs> well, being raped. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, never mind. Like, what's scarier than being? Than you know, you know, rape is one of the scariest things. So you know, we're gonna make a, a rape movie in space. Uh, before that rape? kind of upsets me yeah. too. Yeah, it made me really pissed off. Um, b- before. Uh, you guys came over. I actually was watching the South Park from a few years ago, where uh, the boys are all traumatized because they watched uh, Indiana Jones get raped by Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> After watching Crystal Skull, <laughs> and and of course they keep like uh, flashing back to famous scenes from movie, famous rape scenes from movies, like the uh, the pinball scene with Jodie Foster from the movie I can't remember, or. Uh, the uh, deliver, uh, Deliverance uh, Squeal uh, Like yeah, a Pig scene I still haven't seen Deliverance uh, Watch it, it's good uh, mm. It's a fun time I hear it's very slow and I it's prefer Deliverance rape. Deliverance Deliverance is a much much better movie it's Less rape We stole I'm in I'm in the second Deliverance Yeah you are Did they I don't think ever think I saw the second Deliverance Oh I'm in it yeah. Work? Look up Deliverance As in Deliver And then INS it's on the YouTubes. You can yep. find it. It's a short film about pizza delivery. Made, made by Campbell two friends of ours. Too. Did you? Yeah. 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 Made, made by two friends of ours. Uh, friends of ours from uh, work way back in the day. It's very funny. Yes. Um, 
hilarious. I guess we should get political. <laughs> okay. Let's get political. It, it'd be a good way to. Political. Whoa. Squay. We can't be crazy. Political. Um, there's some shit going on, guys. With airplanes and getting naked. They figure out that you. Is it about the Bible High Club? No. 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 So I just put the bastard sword away. It's about snakes on a plane. I'm, I'm headed with these motherfucking snakes yeah. on this motherfucking plane. This so motherfuck, motherfucking mediocre movie. So say we all. Um, the Turn TSA. On. Yeah, the there's, there's been some crazy shit going on. What does that stand for? Uh, Transportation Security Administration. Oh. Um, I thought it was something cooler. No, it's not. Well, uh, people have come up with some really amusing nicknames for it now. What uh, TSA stands Tassar. for? Tassar. Yeah, um, touching uh, yeah. some ass. Yeah, touching some ass. Yeah, basically all permutations what, of that. Uh, slightly related. What does TSR stand for? Uh, tactical strategic rules. I never knew that. Oh, yep. That's that's why Aaron's here. <laughs> he can explain yep. to us old second edition D and D things. Because it ain't like I got talent. I just know stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what is what is uh, explain what's going on with the TSA? Well, uh, in recent weeks, they expanded, <laughs> uh, tightened up their security. Um, I'm guessing partially because of the holiday season coming up, but uh, and also those bombs that apparently got delivered. Um, I there last I heard that was apparently supposed to be a test thing. I don't know. I have no clue. We might be thinking of different stories. Oh. But um, what's been going on is they started installing these backscatter. Um, X-ray machines uh, into about 70 airports across the country. Uh. And what they do is they take a... uh, Use X-rays, they take an image uh, of the body through the clothes uh, and it goes like maybe like a centimeter into the skin. So what you get is basically a um, high-resolution naked mold of yourself. You know, with with basically your arms stretched out and stuff like that. And the the machines literally look like the things from the beginning of Halo 2. When Master Chief jumps in the thing and the spin is around <coughs> him and it turns on his his shielding. Yeah, I got scanned by one of those. Oh, so you've been in one of these uh, these rape machines? Apparently, I didn't know what they were. These, I was uh, two years ago going to sh- uh, Chicago. No, these are new. I, I don't think they were around two years ago. No, well, that's what it sounded like. It was in. It was in. Um, no, it could be a, a different expert machine. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't photographed naked. So what? Well, what? Ha- what was your experience? I beat through the machine and then. They uh, they did the wand and then they they randomly quote unquote I'm making the quotation fingers yeah pulled me aside and, and instead of cavity searching me they made me stand in this uh, tube and I had to stand with my feet on these little markers one direction and they spun this big light bar around me very fast like in Halo two like in Halo two and then it stopped and they said turn to my right and I had to stand on another set of footprints and they spun it around me again like in Halo two like in Halo two <laughs> and then they said I could exit. And Check your vision. Would you like inverted controls? I said yes, and that's why I can't walk right anymore. Yeah, should have known. Um, that's been uh, a new thing. They've they've ro- been rolling those out, um, and uh, these new ones. Um, apparently, you can get fairly high resolution pictures, and basically, what I it looks to. like. Like a untextured poly, like naked. Poly- looks like a poser version. model from yeah, Poser. The yeah. Program. Um, oh, really? Yeah, kind of. But you can see details, like you can see like junk, you know, in that uh, in that picture. You can see the titties. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> the alternative is um, if you don't want to go through that, uh, have your machine. 
um, you can get an enhanced pat-down. And this isn't, like, the regular pat-down. This is basically them... Some of the stories have been really disturbing uh, about the extent that they go, but, I mean, one woman claimed that an agent um, basically, like, spread apart her labia. Mm. Like, and inspected... Right on. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> like, what? Um... Yeah, like, and I've heard, yeah, I've heard horror stories of that. Of you know, like, and, you know, the guys like, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna rub my hands straight down your thighs, mm-hmm. and you know, then I'm gonna rub it behind the buttocks, and then you know, push up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna touch your junk, mm-hmm. or so on and so forth, and I'm gonna literally like put my hand under your breasts and lift, yeah, you know that kind of thing, and uh, um, the uh, the big question is is okay you're you've got like maybe a 10 percent chance of going through that and that's usually um um 10 to 20 i think they pull people right. aside um I, and i think that's usually if something sets off the metal detector is what then you are like you have a 20 percent chance of being pulled aside for this enhanced screening um were they, you pulled aside because of all the metal in your face probably or those alien implants that most likely yeah the Manchurian Candidate microchip. <laughs> Have you seen Rob's new alien implant? No. Look at his face. Oh wow, nice. He's actually got he's got his. I got it like a prison tattoo. So yeah, then right, you'd yeah. be like, yeah, I killed the motherfucker. <laughs> you have your eye pierced, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. you have a a, a a disc placed in your eyelid, just under my eyelid. Yeah. 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 Huh. That looks. You get that? that looks. Got a black eye though from it. Hmm. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So they punched you in the eye, and then they're like, "Take this." So uh, where is that connected to? Is it just implanted, or yeah, it's implanted into the. It's a little. It has a little feet and little holes where the skin will go through and make it permanent, semi-permanent. So you, you can, can get it out, though. It can be ripped out. Yeah. Okay. You pop it out, but it's basically in there for good. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, you've got a you've got a slim chance of being a pulled aside, um, but uh, because of some bloggers. Oh, you're looking at pictures of them. Yeah. Now the actual X-rays. Let me see the picture you're looking at. I'm loading it. Okay. Yeah. It looks like an untextured um, polygon. Yeah, model. those are actually low resolution versions of what you can get. But yeah, yeah, you can see many details. You can see like the six pack on that chick. Yeah. You know, yeah. Look, it's if you have a six pack, why are you worried about you know like being photographed naked? I well, I don't have a six pack. I'm not. Right, but you also don't fly very yeah. often. I don't fly ever. I, the last time I flied was probably like 15 years ago. Is it like that? Yeah, that yeah. looks more like what what it's supposed to be. That woman's terrifying. Yeah. Um. So she has a gun in her butt. The the big problem. <laughs> I think that's a test screen. Now the big problem here is that the TSA and it's current head um, have been not very good at, uh, at communicating <laughs> these changes with the public. And their excuse was, well, if we let people know about it, then the terrorists would find ways around it. Uh, um, the terrorists are going to find out. Yeah, well, everyone knew about it an hour after they started implementing it. Yeah. I and mean, that's the, the thing. is like, oh, well, you saved them an hour. Woo, you know, um, but the problem is, is that so many people are starting to get inconvenienced uh, by this. Uh, there's been lots of bloggers who've been posting their horror stories about it. Um, there's been really poor training uh, for the TSA agents, and that's the people. I, I mean, besides the people who are you know having some of these things happen to them, the TSA agents, man, for most of them, they're just trying to do their job. You know, I'm sure they'd rather not have to do enhanced searches and things like that. And I'm sure they probably think that a lot of the rules they have to abide by are, are kind of fucking stupid. Right. 
but it's their job, and right now it's not like people have a lot of options for employment elsewhere. You know, a lot of people are grateful just to have a job, so it's not like they're gonna you know make some moral stand and then take a job at Burger King. What it, what it comes down to, I guess, is just if you get pulled aside, you get uh, the choice. You get your X-ray, and you get a naked picture taken, mm-hmm. or you get the pat down. Mm-hmm. The enhanced pat down. This right. is beyond the regular pat down. You this get, is the one where you, you get your junk get, wrapped. Yeah, you get you get your stuff uh, touched. Um, and the 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 main thing about this, I guess, is one guy didn't want the scan. They told him they were going to do a pat down, and he said, "If you touch my junk, I'll have you arrested." Mm-hmm. And therefore, they kept bringing out supervisors and escorted them out. Um, and he he recorded it with his phone. This whole conversation, and the next day got a fine for eleven thousand dollars. No, no, he hasn't been fined yet. Um, the uh, basically, he asked if he could leave if he was being detained, and the s- supervisor for the TSA said that well, if you do, you could face a civil penalty up to eleven hundred dollars unless you go through this machine. And now, the the context for that whole thing is he didn't want to go through the radiation machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm using loaded words there. It's not you know <laughs> radiation. Yeah, the, there's the arg- gamma radiation yeah. chamber. There's arguments uh, whether you know uh, the claim is is that uh, it's no more than the same amount of radiation you get with two minutes of flight time. Mm-hmm. So it's not supposed to be a big deal, but there are people like cancer patients um, and other people um, who are concerned about, well, we've got rent-a-co- essentially federal rent-a-cops running these things who don't have training to run a radiation device. When I go to the doctor's office, I, I'm at least confident that the people there running the x-ray machine right. know what the hell they're doing. These are people who, if we're lucky, got a two, watch a two-hour training tape. Yeah, to run. Well, if that's the case, then just get the pat down. Yeah, and the the thing is that there's a lot of people who don't want to be touched. Um, the uh, there's been stories of sexual abuse survivors who uh, you know who who were raped or something like that, and they're getting this enhanced pat down, and they're sitting there crying because it's traumatizing, but they don't have a choice because otherwise it's miss a flight. Right, and, or like, and the people who are bitching about, hey, my kid's going to get groped. Yeah, and that's another thing. I mean, why the hell is an 11-year-old girl need to be, uh, you know, have the enhanced pat down? Is an 11-year-old girl going to be an 11-year-old white girl? Well, I can can see a terrorist possibly putting something on a child. And that's that's not something, that's not... Outside of the realm of reality, but, that but the terrorists wouldn't put something on a child, and that's kind of the problem that they're saying that this whole thing is for our protection. You know, well, what if the terrorists do that? What if the terrorists do that? Well, what if the fucking Al Qaeda rides in on on flying dragons and attacks the U.S. Because they're, I mean, they're just getting more and more ridiculous with you know the scenarios. Yes, it could happen. There's a possibility, but is this enhanced security procedure actually catching any terrorists? No. They've never caught a terrorist using it. They've found some contraband items and uh, contraband items, and usually what those are... The, the big deal they made was a, a syringe full of heroin. Well, I don't think that dude was going to take over the jet with that he heroin. Could've. He was probably going to go into the bathroom and shoot up on the flight. He could have, like, broken into the <laughs> cockpit, stuck it in the, pi- in the pilot's neck, and been all Terminator 2 with it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and, and this is the thing that there's so many security procedures that are slowing down, you know, uh, people getting onto their flights. Um, we don't need this stuff. I mean, there, there, there's already things in place: metal detectors, bomb sniffing dogs can test for explosives. Mm-hmm. The big change that happened after 9/11, they put locks on the cockpit doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could still blow up the airplane from yeah. your, with your underwear bomb. <laughs> with your underwear bomb, because um, <laughs> like the underwear bomber. If if that thing didn't 
fuck up like his underwear bomb did, he could have easily blown up the plane. The problem is, is that because he had a bomb in his <laughs> underpants. We have most of the terrorists. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? And they're using improvised supplies. They're not experts. I mean, they're they're basically retards who got information off the internet. The Times Square bomber failure, the uh, shoe bomber failure, the underwear bomber failure. And the reason why is because these people just aren't good. They got lucky on nine eleven, but they they don't have a, a, a really good winning streak here in the U.S. How many terrorist uh, attacks from Al Qaeda has there been since nine eleven? There was 9-11. And, well, it was successful? Yes. Oh, 9-11? Yes. I didn't like 9-11. I didn't like 9-11 either. That was kind of a bummer. I guess it... Well, uh, Rob? Mm. Are you opposed to going through an, uh, a naked scanning thing? Eh. I don't really care. Okay, so I, I'm of the opinion, like... Like, for me, it's not a big deal. Like, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get my junk grabbed, or I'll walk into a, a naked picture taker. I have no problem with it because if a motherfucker really wants to see my naked body, mm -hmm. I, like a, a guy who's, I'm sure he's not really enjoying his job because mm -hmm. his his job twenty four you know all day long is to sit there in a room look at these naked pictures of mostly not attractive people, mm -hmm. and you know like what is he going to do? Like I, I find it highly unlikely he's actually going to save the pictures on a flash drive, risk his job to do that to take them home to jerk off to. But the problem is, is that. Because I've seen some of those pictures, they're not attractive yeah. looking. They're un they're un untextured poser models. Heathrow Airport, um, the uh, security officers there use one of those backscatter radiation machines uh, to take an X-ray picture of a, a famous Bollywood uh, actress. There was an incident where they basically got you know they a bunch of guys pulled around, and said, yeah, you know, pointing and looking at the, the damn picture, which humiliated her, of course, um, and. The, there was a lot of talk about how well. No, it's it's at the beginning. It's completely impossible for these devices to save pictures and transmit them. It's it, it just doesn't happen. It's impossible. Well, we found out that wasn't true. That was a lie. That's why there's pictures. That oh well, yeah, we can do that, but it's only for testing. You know, it's only for testing and training purposes. Is the only way that you can save it. Uh, but it can't be transmitted from the device. Well, that was a lie because they've gotten onto the internet. You know, what I would prefer is let me go ahead and do it. And then if a patient shows up, then I sue the shit out of people. Yeah. Table. Well, you can't. Government. Oh, well, then I you will be able to. I don't know. Well, <laughs> <and> <laughs> they were right all along. Yeah. And, uh, and that, there's a lot of problems with this. I, I think that the the I think a lot of people are becoming drama queens about it. I agree. Um, but there are legitimate concerns, and there it, it there I I can perfectly oh. see why some people wouldn't want to go through that. There's a lot of problems with the training because they're really uh, the uh, TSA the rules just are random. Uh, and people um, that right now they're backpelling saying well yeah see the reason that the, the procedures are random at different airports is because we, we have to keep the terrorists on their toes. We can't let them know what to expect. It's bullshit. He, they're bullshitting us. And that's my big problem, is that the government has, has lied to us so many times on this. The TSA has lied to us so many times. That it concern... It, there, there are, like, people at John Hopkins who have uh, said that there is an increased uh, chance of uh, skin cancer with these machines being exposed to them. People who fly 75 pounds oh. a year, like business people. They, that's a lot of radiation added up. Um, people who have medical conditions that might not react well to radiation. Uh, people who have prosthetics. Like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> people who have prosthetics. There's some, been some nightmare stories about people who have prosthetics. There was a guy, uh, 
it's not easy to remove prosthetic limbs. You know, it's it's not like you know modern ones. They're they're kind of attached to you, and they kind of use the existing muscles to uh, to drive and control the artificial limbs. So taking that shit off isn't really good. And the problem is that the TSA agents who are doing these checks, they're not really trained on how to deal with that. They had nothing in place before they started this enhanced security uh, program. Um, there was a, a, a older man who had a uh, he he had uh, I think penile cancer. And as a result of that, he had to wear a bag that basically collected his urine. Bladder cancer. Yeah, bladder cancer. And when they were doing the pat down on him, yeah. they uh, popped the bag. Yeah, they, they he tried to warn them that, like, listen, you have to be careful. This this is a bag filled with my urine. If you if you break the seal, it will leak everywhere. And they didn't listen to him. They broke the seal, and he got covered in his own urine. Basically, was told to pull his pants up and move on. Covered in his own piss. What the fuck? The fact that we're so scared of terrorists who have only successfully struck our country once in the last nine, ten years, that we're causing people to have to undergo this humiliation. That's wrong. Now, there is a, uh, there is a need for security, yes, but there are methods that we can do that, uh, that we can help protect people that don't result in this fucking just... It's a clown show. It's basically to make it look like we're more secure, but it's not. It's not really helping. I agree with that. It's only wasting our money. It's I agree, but I will also say that people are getting too uppity about yeah. it too. But the thing is, is that I I think that maybe that's a good thing that people are getting uppity about it because maybe then people will listen. Even though I think that some of the a lot of it's hyperbole, mm-hmm. maybe that they need to like bitch and go crazy just so lawmakers will take notice right. and start realizing that okay we need to really rein this shit in. And and the whole thing about if there is some a risk of skin cancer from constant radiation uh, exposure um, I, I I think that that's a bit far fetched just because while okay if there is a risk and you you fly constantly with business your chances of being Exposed to it every single time you fly, oh, yeah. is pretty and minute. But I mean, yeah, and that's it, there. There are saying it's studies, and it's it increased chance. You know, can mean like point zero 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 one percent, right? More, uh, uh, but one of the things that's really curious about the whole thing is Michael uh, Shertoff, I believe, the former head of Homeland Security. Now, TSA is basically a division of Homeland Security. Right. Uh, in 2005, he was testifying uh, before Congress saying that, well, we need these backscatter devices to, to protect uh, us from terrorist attacks. It's the only way to be safe. Turns out that the company that he runs, one of their clients is the, the biggest manufacturer of these devices. Yeah. That's not really a good thing. When you've got a dude who's... You know, using his posi- former position as Homeland Security to make himself money—that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Uh, there are better ways we can do it without these devices. The enhanced pat down is just fucking offensive. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't find it offensive because I mean, like, no, I've gotten my the, junk grabbed before. When, by it's, a cop. when it's happening, <laughs> when it's happening to underage children, yes. When it's happening to thirteen-year-old kids, and they say, "Well, it's never supposed to happen to to anyone tw- uh, below 12. A cop grabbed it's my happened. nuts, and I was sixteen. It's happened. Yeah, and that it's it's people should, but the problem is, is that a big problem is, is that you can't opt out of it once you're in that area. Right. You can't uh, say like, okay, I don't want to go through the backscatter machine. I don't want to be uh, fondled, and that's everyone's right not to want that. You know, I mean, there are people who might be really uncomfortable with that. They don't want to do that, 
But if they get to that point where you're in that area and you get pulled for that, you can't leave. Mm -hmm. Because they're, they'll threaten you with uh, civil penalties of up to $11,000. So they're basically threatening you that you got to listen to it, you got to do it now, even if you don't want to fly, even if you just want to walk right out the airport, you still got to go through security. Mm -hmm. You can't opt out, and that's the fucked up thing. Here is a solution to the mm -hmm. problem. In the airport, they build a giant iron room that every passenger has to walk through. And then when you get to the center of the room, it shocks you with a bolt of radio, either like radio wave electricity. And then if you had a bomb on you, it explodes. <laughs> and then, so either you explode or you walk straight through. You know, if you had a bomb, it, it blows you up. But it wouldn't hurt anybody because it's in a big but what iron if room. But what if your bomb was made up of multiple components that had to be assembled before it could be uh, active? Well, you've already gone through the body scanner. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, is that how long is it going to be before, you know, they start saying that, well, the terrorists, they might decide to shove a block of C4 up their ass. So we're going to have to uh, pull 10% of people aside and do cavity searches. As it's going to come down to the thing of it's going to be escalation. Mm -hmm. Like, if we have the body scanner thing, rob the terrorist, when he got, next time he goes and gets, you know, he's going to come up with a new way that isn't found by this body scanning thing. And then they're going to come up with a new way to fight that, but then he's going to come up with something new that's put inserted nasally or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's never going to end. Breast and implants. They're, they're going to keep... Full of bombs. Yeah, they're going to keep ramping this shit up. And it's going to, you know, and it's going to be like, well, 9-11, 9-11, so terrorists are going to get us, terrorists are going to get us, so you got to do what we say. And it's just getting, it's starting to get just out of hand. And again, I, I think that people are being drama queen, like the whole rape thing, you know? It's not rape, okay? If a dude touches your junk, it's really uncomfortable. You shouldn't have to go through it if you don't want to. Now, if you want to get on that plane and you're cool with it, that's fine. But, you know, the fact that they're threatening people with, you know, to, that they'll be sued if they decide, decide, okay, this is way too far. I'm not cool with any of this shit. I want to go home. I don't want to take my flight at all. You can't. That's kind of messed up. Um, it, there's just so many problems with it, and they really need to get their shit together um, because people are getting pissed off. Tomorrow, uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying that uh, um, there's a Facebook petition going on. Like, if you're flying tomorrow and they pull you aside, uh, ask for the pat down because it will slow things up. Is the theory? I I, I kind of think that that's kind of like the you know, boycott gas day type things where it doesn't really do anything because you're going to buy gas the day before or the day after. And the only people it's going to hurt are the local uh, gas yeah. stations. See, and that, that was dumb. You've heard of that. The, uh, the every, you know, this is boycott gas day and it'll make gas prices go down. Yeah. But it's not going to work because people are going to buy gas the next day. Because people don't understand that the gas in the gas stations is already paid for. You know, it's not like every time you fill up at the pump, the, the, only the oil way company, can, you know, suddenly says, oh, great, we've got more money in our account. It, it doesn't work that way. The only way I could see the gas thing working is if instead of boycotting one, all gas one day, is boycat, bo boycat, boycott one gas station for the rest of your life. And if they can get enough people to do that, say it's Chevron... They would lower their prices. The problem is, is a lot of gas stations, and then therefore everyone else would lo lower their prices because they're having to compete. The problem is, is that most uh, most gas stations are independently owned, and they're not going to lower prices. Um, um, it, it's very rare that they do that because the, that gas is already paid for. Yeah. So usually, when prices get lowered, is when they buy a new batch of gas and they get it for a lower price. So let's move on to something fun. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got no qualms against getting my naked pictures. Yeah. Or getting my junk grabbed. 
like you got to do those things nowadays. And we there's, have there's to, plenty though. of naked pictures of me on the, no, on the internet already. The question yeah. is why? Why do you have to? Oh, I, I for what up, purpose? I put up pictures of no. myself naked. <laughs> Thank for, you for everyone. No, but <laughs> for you listeners. But no, why do you have to get uh, naked scans of you? Why do you have to have this enhanced pat down? Why? How is it making us safer? Because they see the bomb on me. But you, I had a bomb in my butt. Or uh, like strapped to my tummy, and they're like, "Oh, there it is," and then and then they're, I'm good. But the thing is, there's other. Ways. I'm not good, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, and it's not going to really catch anybody because you know because yeah. people aren't doing it. But it plays in it. Uh, aside from companies making money and all that, it plays into you know now you know make you feel safer for doing this while they try to do something else. on you know behind yeah. it, it's all conspiracy and it's all just crap. But you got to do it if you're going to fly. If you don't want to fly, drive. Or train. Or train. Or boat. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, that that's great, but what if you have a job that requires you to fly multiple times a year? Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, but what if someone did? What if someone <laughs> did? What if someone was a skin cancer <laughs> survivor? What if his doctors yeah. say, do not expose yourself to anyone? I, I understand, but the, the thing is, no one, we don't have freedom fighters. We we're not going to fight for our freedom anymore. Like That's the thing. Like America, we're too... You know, pussy whipped and and lazy and too afraid to do anything, and that's why we're gonna let the government keep rolling over us and rolling over us, no matter what they do. Yeah, and, and that's that's exactly right. I, I think that's a problem, and that's why. No, I there's a Facebook petition. Yeah, I mean that that's one of the reasons that even though I, I think that the a lot of the bloggers are are getting out of control, you know, and just, and just drama queens, like I said before, I think that it's good that people are bitching because even if they're bitching for not quite accurate reasons, and at least we'll get the TSA to, to start the, and the government to start like blinking and saying, "Okay, maybe we need to to throttle this shit down." Ow. Yeah. Well, until someone decides to go out, someone very, very, very important goes out and martyrs himself. There's not. That's. I mean, that's. There's not going to be any remote chance of anything ever changing. And even if someone very, very, very important goes out and martyrs himself, that's probably not going to do anything anyway, because. The average American is not willing to fight and die for their their beliefs and their freedom anymore. Uh, there's um, uh, there's a very short term memory in the about outrage in the public. I mean, think about uh, the Janet Jackson thing. People were bitching about that, and then no one care really cares yeah. anymore. Um, you know that now that's almost quaint. <laughs> Pretty sure no one cared at the time. About yeah, the well, Jackson. I think there was about a dozen people, you know, in focus in the family who actually cared about that. But. Yeah. We're back. The audio recorder ran out of batteries. Sorry about that. But um, we're probably gonna cut like probably the last ten minutes of that out anyway. Maybe we, we were getting pretty boring. Um, next well, we were getting political. Yeah. No, I, I think because we all of us are experts in p- the politicals. Yes. Politicalicity. Politics. The, here's the thing. Just build a giant iron room. <laughs> you said this already. And when you walk through, you blow up. I think. That we should just cremate anybody who tries to fly, and there you go. Just it would help on popula- population control too. I think we all just need to sit around and we talk it out, 
and <laughs> I think we need to hug it out. There we go. It just, just, just get Osama. We'll get Obama out. and Osama together, and yeah. we'll, they'll just hug it out. Yeah, and we everyone just gets over the differences. Bygones be bygones. We forgive and forget. What if they're the and, same person? And then then they need to be on medication. Yeah. No. What so if Obama and Osama? It's like only one letter difference. Like like Santa and Satan. Yeah. Like, someone Photoshop a beard onto Obama. You've never seen them together in the same room. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. um, what are we talking about next? Uh, I'm just saying, Iron Room. Happy thing. Put the Hulk in it. <sighs> or if Optimus Prime was president. I don't want to talk to you anymore. If Optimus Prime was president, we wouldn't have these problems. Hey, listen, we've already gone like 45 minutes, so let's talk this shit out. <laughs> um, what's next? I don't know what's next. Uh, MS says the Halo movie will Microsoft happen. Microsoft stated that the Halo movie officially will still happen. Yay. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I do. I cared, wait, I cared years ago. I don't care now. You still like Halo. I... No. Microsoft is saying that our Halo movie will still happen. Yeah. Right? Bungie? Yeah, uh, Project Mario. Oh. Will <laughs> still happen. That's what Microsoft was referring to. Oh okay. Yeah. So wh- how much how much progress have we done on that? Oh, we have we have a Master Chief suit. We have some sock puppets. We got we we got it all going on right now. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We so do. Uh, I would say give us a little time, Microsoft, and we'll have the movie out for you. You know, I mean, as probably as, for a lot as, cheaper too. Probably. It's crap. You know, like with the storyline, like in the in Halo two and three, like they just you know they just didn't care. They care more about the multiplayer than anything else, and that just. So I don't need a movie because they're just gonna, you know, they didn't give a shit about it in the game. I made my own backstory for Halo. Yeah, yeah. It was called the books. It, yeah. Well, my backstory had dinosaurs and things that are also obscure. Master Chief was also a king. Yeah, yeah. He fought he was a barbarian king. I want to read your uh, your Halo fan fiction. I will. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a slash fic. Oh, nice. Who, who's who's Arbor. the Arbiter? Yeah. Arby and the Chief, man. <laughs> Maid Marion. <laughs> um, uh, I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition. He's got so DX. much armor on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bought that the other day. It just came out on Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. Um, you watched me play a, a level earlier. <laughs> man, that shit's cool. Was, I, it was trippy. Yeah, what I, does the DX stand for? I, I assume that means it's the X. deluxe version of Pac-Man Championship Edition. I always assume DX means Degeneration X. Well, probably that too. Like Mega, what's the other? There was another game with DX. Was it Mega Man DX? Uh, Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> there's like another game with the prefix DX or the, the suffix. It's actually it's basically it's shorthand for deluxe. So there's uh-huh. quite a few games that have used DX. Sonic DX, I think. Was yeah. Or just I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, that is a really fun game. It is worth the ten bucks. Um, it plays like Championship Edition, except there's dozens of ghosts on the screen, and the whole goal is to try to chain or tra- train those ghosts um, all across the screen while doing uh, while collecting the pellets and the thing until you get enough where you grab a power pellet and then you just eat like three dozen Kite. in one succession. Kite, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It looks like a game that I will never be able to play. It's actually surprisingly easier than you'd expect because it yeah. gives you the slowdown when you get close to the ghost and uh, also the bombs to get yourself out of the situations. It just I, I, I was watching you play it and I almost had a panic attack. Yeah. So but it, I don't it, think I could play that game. I'll give it a try sometime. It's worth it. 
it goes super fast, <laughs> and everything's really pretty. And it's like that other Space Invaders DX game. Yeah, only far more more. Co- what was that other? What was that Space Invaders game you played? Uh, Space Invaders Extreme. That Squeenix made. Oh, that that was Evolution. I, I wasn't a big fan of that one. Yeah, you played the demo for it, and we got really upset because it looked like, huh? I'm really tired. Square Enix, <laughs> Squeenix. Yeah. Okay. It looked kind of like shitty Star Fox, kind of. Or it actually looked more like a Virtual Boy. Yeah, I think that was the whole point. It was supposed to go through all these different graphic styles, and it was supposed to be retro. But I, I just yeah. didn't. Really and then think Sephiroth it. killed Eris. Yeah. I don't understand with all these um, new gener- next generation systems why everything is reverting back to retro. I think retro looks really good in HD for one. Yeah, um, but it's, it's also that nostalgia thing. <laughs> it's just no. Squares. I mean, no. no you, you you just watch the thing. I mean, it, know, they're, they're able to do the retro style, but they're able to do it like you know, really flashy, cool ways. I know, but it's just you know, I, 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 it's a lot of it's nostalgia, man. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I I go I I think uh, you know back when I'm like was five or six playing uh, Pac Man in the arcade when you know I played that old shit. Or well, it's all well and good, but it's like every every time like I come over and you guys are playing a game, you're not playing like you know a beautiful. You know, you're not playing Call of Duty Black Ops. You know, you're playing. You're right. What looks to be, you know, like like a very just a very pretty high definition Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I, like I dig that shit. Well, part of that is because when we're hanging out in here, I don't want to play like you know Left 4 Dead 2 or, or something like that. I, I just kind of want to drop in a quick pass the controller. Yeah, no, that's fine. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just I, when you're not here, we play all the. Hardcore oh, games, all the yeah. pretty games, yeah, yeah. Yep. like Red Dead or that game about the flower petals. Flower, flower, petals. That game's fun. That is pretty cool. It looks really good on the uh, HD. That uh, it's probably also has something to do with. Uh, there's no new ideas anymore because everything's been done. That and like so, Namco was Zombies was a new idea, and I and I uh, that really was a tower that. defense game that's been done yeah, many but, times. But before. who puts flower flowers and zombies? Well, you're you. It's still a basic game structure. I, don't, I assume that's what Ben's talking about—is like the the type of game rather than like the characters in it. Am well, I that right? too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just Namco plants, and, hmm? plants don't fight zombies, but they do now. But they, they do, do now. now. Speaking of, have that's you seen original. the trailer? This the things that don't fight things. The trailer for Cowboys versus Aliens. Yes. <laughs> that looks intriguing. Because mm-hmm. cowboys aren't supposed to fight aliens. Well, well, but sure they, they did. They, and fight they recorded it. They fight in al- they fight Indians, and one day they will Native fight Velociraptors. They'll fight Velociraptors. Yep, rooting tooting raptor showdown. We will make this movie, <laughs> and the th- he rides off in the into the sunset riding the raptor that he tamed at the end. Yeah. So I like spoilers. Go. Yeah. Go. What do I pay you for? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's something we've been working on. Hopefully, it's so never gonna happen. Well, yeah, no, we not yet because we don't know how to make raptors. Well, well we kind of did. We made raptors. But, yeah, what was it? What was our plan for making raptors? The thing is, Horses like, with, with, with where are you going to find, like, <laughs> we're in the middle of Virginia. Yeah. Okay, now if we live, like, out west, the yeah. horses right then there. we could, like, you know, go. We're talking about a cowboy movie. I got a cowboy hat. You can't. There's, 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 I got this thing called a green screen. You know what we need to do is we need to call that dude from Trekkies, too. Who made that Star Trek cowboy crossover movie fan film? Oh god, oh, god. No. what was his name? I don't know. He, he was, was co-captain. With oh somebody. wait, wait, wait. Um, yeah, he was co-captain because he didn't want to hurt his friend's feelings. Uh, <laughs> that guy's a comedian, right? Or something? Uh, I don't know. He he makes short films. Um, no, you're thinking of the the dude from uh, 
the Captain Pike wheelchair guy. Yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who was yeah. in um, uh, Six Days in Roswell. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, his name is on the tip of my tongue because in Trekkies Two, he's walking around saying it's like Brian something production. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, oh, what is his name? Oh, wow. uh, tra- we you. Does your dad have the Trekkies movies? Yeah, no, you have them. You have them. Yeah. Can we? Can I borrow them sometime? I want to watch them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna let location hold me back from making my cowboy epic. Well, you could just do it on green screen. Yeah, I could, or or I can just like get some money together, and once we get the script together, fly us out to the middle of the desert so we can all get groped, and then uh, <laughs> then we make make a cowboy dinosaur movie. I'm fine with this. Okay. Well, yeah, our original plan was to take horses, drape lizard skin over them, and cut their front legs off. Yep, cut their front legs <laughs> off. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. That was our original plan. Yeah, we did. And we did. We, we did. made we models of them. Yeah, we had, we had yeah, we had, you didn't see that. We made models of the ra- of the the raptor horses. Did you get like the horses from uh, the like the craft store or something? Yeah, like we cut their front legs off and draped. Lizard and skin. We, we bought one of those like those stretchy lizards you get at Walmart that are filled with the beans, <laughs> and we cut them, cut them, took out all the shit and stretched it over top the horses and sewed it up with yarn. It looked. I wish you had taken some pictures of that because that's like such a horrible concept. We even, uh, we even the stubs of the horses' legs. We bandaged. Yeah, we did. Did some blood on. I'd love to remake those. Oh, that was so great. You know, he still has them. Yeah, yeah. We made those for our, our boss at the time because we. He's like, "What do I pay you for?" And we told him. Uh, we, no, we we had a presentation the next morning yeah. for something video related, and we stayed up all night discussing this idea for this raptor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why didn't we get fired? By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's why we got. Fired. But apparently, according to other people that still work there, he still has it displayed on his shelf. Nice. Which is nice, but um. I, I don't want to let go of those dreams. I mean, if anything, <laughs> let's write it and submit it to the Sci-Fi Channel. See what they do with it. Maybe you can get like an associate producer credit. Yeah, because they, yeah, they blow they blow up a coal mine and well, unleash we'll pro- the dinosaurs. Yep. What will probably happen is the ghost hus- ghost hunters are going to give you third place again. Fuck them, dude. <laughs> Fuck the Sci-Fi Channel. Fuck USA. Fuck America. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow, uh, this is a great podcast. What's yeah. up, guys? This is yes. This is our. This is our. You guys shattered dreams. Yeah. This episode. Speaking of shattered dreams, I am um, not really shattered. What about dreams. gold dust? <laughs> uh, it has nothing to do with this at all. I was just remembering. I downloaded uh, um, uh, Jackass 3D. Oh yeah. Um, you got a DVD rip? No, I got a cam job. And when I downloaded it, it was an MP, M, MP4. Yeah. Um, so I have it on my phone. So I, my stomach was pretty tore up. And that's why I texted you guys to see if you guys were home. Because mm. I was down at, at Proto J's. Yeah. And Word. I and I didn't know if I could make it all the way to my house. Did you come and poop? I didn't have my keys. That's why I asked if you guys oh. were home. So I had Burger King. You know, so I was watching Jackass 3D in the bathroom. <laughs> Did you get through the whole movie? Is it good? No. I, no, I didn't get that far. There's Beavis and Butthead in the beginning. Can you actually see what's going on because it's in 3D and a cam job? Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay. I mean, it gets a little fuzzy. But. Well, I just imagine that since it's in 3D, it would be all the double vision. Yeah, but the lower resolution probably hides a lot of that. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see that. but I, I, I'm, We've been going for about an hour. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Jackass. Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, we'll toss to some music. 
Yeah. And come back with uh, our actual section of the podcast of childhood movies. Yep. So here's some music. Here's some music. I know, I was there for some of it. Yeah, it's even cleaner. Rob's been cleaning his house, guys. I'm yeah. Cleaning. I'm tired. He's the cleanest. How long? You're a cleanest. How many hours were you cleaning? Uh, like 16. 16 straight? Uh, well, I mean, give or take like 30 minute breaks. Wow. Here. Yeah. I, I, it needed it. Yeah, I had to go I'm pretty it. happy about it because you gave me about uh, maybe, what, 70 Nerf darts. <laughs> and that'll help because yeah. who the fuck doesn't need a Nerf darts? And now my old computer room is has nothing in it, but there's a table for when we play D and D or zombies. What's that? Or zombies? And it's got a giant, ridiculous. How many copies of Risk do you have, Rob? Because uh, I was going through your board games yesterday. I've got, I've got a, ri- a Risk from like way back in the day. Like I'd say maybe 80s, early 90s. I've got a Risk that came, you know, from like 2000. I've got a Risk Collectors comes in a like, looks like a book. I've got this. Uh, oh, the wooden book. Do you have Lord of the Rings with Risk? I don't. No. I've got. Um, Aaron, could you. Br- Never mind. The Collector's Edition Risk um, that was on clearance for 60 bucks. Oh, the big ass one. The, the big ass one. The one that won't fit in the closet. Yeah. And then I've got Transformers Risk. So, what is that, five? Okay. How many copies of Risk do you need? More than five. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like Risk. Because I think risk brings out the demons in people. <laughs> it brings out the worst in you because you can be with your best friends. And oh, that's awesome. Oh, sweet! Aaron's got more to play. 
Really? That's, that's the first one they came out with, so it doesn't include like Gondor or any of that shit. It's like all two tower stuff. For you listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, I played this one. Aaron just gave know. Rob Lord of the Rings risk. Woo! Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Yeah, I've ever played this one. This is fun. I played this yeah. one. Listen to Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, all the stuff is in there. If not, then you should be able to play it fairly. Yeah. I do want to play your Transformers Risk because it's got a lot of little Transformer toys in it. Mm-hmm. You also have a badass Transformers chess set. Yes, I do. That I don't want. I don't like chess, but I think you should have that set up somewhere. I would if I didn't have cats. Step two: get rid of the get cats. rid of the cats in lieu of of, tra- of of Transformers chess. Yes, exactly. Um, shit, we could almost have a board games podcast one day. Possibly, uh, th- but this not this is not the board game section. No, no, but I will say, fuck no. Other than the risk, probably my favorite board game is Othello. That's a good game. I mm. love Othello. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the, the white and black chips that you flip. Yeah. It's one of like the oldest game according to Lost, it's like the oldest game like ever. One of them. Yeah. Uh, I think the oldest one, I can't remember what it's called, but Mousetrap. Uh, yeah, Mousetrap is the oldest game ever created. Crossfire. <laughs> Crossfire. Uh, Magic Crossfire. Still have yet to meet someone who's actually played Mousetrap. I have. Really? We legitimately <laughs> not just setting it up. And okay. Yeah, I, I you're the it. only person I've ever met yeah. who's actually played Mouse. My brother and I have played it before. Like we, we actually played the the real way. Is it fun to play it or just fun to let it? You go? basically roll until you get to the end, and then you're hoping to roll. I think a certain way, like when the people are in the path of the thing. I don't remember. It was you. Just it, it was more fun to like set it up and not. Play well, that's it a, that's what yeah. I was asking. Uh, I, I did. I went and played pool today for the first time in a couple weeks, and. Uh, and and pool billiards is like really really old. Like mm-hmm. knights used to do it mm-hmm. with their like swords, broadswords and shit. Hmm. <laughs> no, 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 that it was like lances or something like that. <laughs> no, well, they have they to get far back. So <laughs> no, they come riding up on horses. <laughs> <laughs> and hit the ball. Fuck, scratched again. And it was the orcs' heads that they had to. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yes. Um, so childhood movies. Some of our favorite movies growing up. We I guess basically the movies you had on VHS that you constantly watch. Yeah. Uh, you two will probably have similar era movies. I will have slightly later movies. But I get the foo-foo ones. You, only because you uh, chose the foo I just spilled Hawaiian punch on my kneecap. That's my couch, dog. I'm going to have to go get you some paper towel. So I guess I'll start since he's getting the paper towel with my foo-foo movies. Uh, what, name a movie, because we each came up with about four to five. Yeah. Name a movie. Fortify? Fortify. We fortified the location. Of course, Lady and Captain. Name a movie from your childhood. Flight of Dragons. That is a badass movie. Aaron, you haven't seen The Flight of Dragons. No, I've wanted to for years, and I really never have gotten it. I downloaded three different versions of it. There's three different versions? Yeah, I got a DVD rip copy because apparently it's coming out on DVD now. Fucking A, dude. Finally. Uh, Uh, No, are there different versions? No, no, no. I mean, just different qualities. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a, a Rankin Bass joint. Yeah. Explain. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that should be in the credit on their films, Rankin Bass joint. That's a movie that I've brought up before because me and you watched that sh- that movie a shit ton. I remember being like really, really little when we used to live in the. Well, I used to live in the trailer park. and you weren't even born yet. Right. So that puts me at like around four. And, uh,. Sitting in the living room or the trailer, watching Flight of Dragons on repeat, mm-hmm. and then Dad killing a snake. 
your earliest childhood memories. Yeah, and there's, no, no, there's. I think I was like probably around three, and and I remember playing in a sandbox. Other than that, yes, Lord of the Dragons. You played in the sandbox with Drew Barrymore. Uh, apparently, I did during the filming of Firestarter. Because that was shot right near his trailer. Really? No, that was at the beach. Oh, when we lived at the beach. Oh, because Dad was still in the Air Force. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Supposedly Did she have eerie powers? I don't know I don't remember Did she like uh, Stand up on your desk And flash it? I hope so What? Yeah. <laughs> Letterman Anyway uh, I don't even know what was, what was it, was, it was an appearance On David Letterman She flashed people Like ten years ago Really? Yeah. She like stood up And flashed them We were talking about This too much Yeah It's on YouTube I'm sure uh, 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 The Flight of Dragons Is a rank and bass joint About dragons Yeah it's uh, It's based on the book and the Dragon, and Jor- Dragon and it's the Dragon It's based Jor- on two books Oh yeah, well, the story is loosely based on Dragon the George by Gordon R. Dixon and The Flight of Dragons by Peter Dickinson, which I think is a pen name. Right. Because um, they needed more dicks. They did. Yeah. Son. <laughs> and then, I'm uh, slightly offended by that because it's, <laughs> it's blasphemy to talk bad about or make any derogatory joke about The Flight of Dragons. <laughs> you hate hearing anything ne- negative about films you like, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you remember when you were telling me that uh, I needed to... I think you were saying I needed my, my ref derby name to be Omadam. Yeah. That's a, to go with <laughs> you know, yeah, the movie, it's about drag. It's it has dragons in it, but it's about a what a a, a, a board game maker. Well, the the movie is about the a, a the, writer. Yeah, he's a writer, and he created a, a board game called The Flight of Dragons, and he has to go to the fantasy world because the fantasy world is is. Just it's 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 in his brain. It's it's sort no, of no, no. The the world of fantasy that is our basis of, of imagination and all that and it's kinda dying like Fantasia. Kind of never ending story. Yeah, kind of. Okay. And because humanity is is focusing more on science rather than magic. The magical realm is yeah. yeah. So exactly like Fantasia from Never Ending Story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean the book is compl- is different. Yeah. Book yeah. Is, yeah. But but, but that same concept, the, you know, a, a fictional fantasy world that people aren't believing in enough. Right. So he has to go, and he's uh, you know the chosen one because he's a direct descendant of Saint George who tamed the da- tamed dragons, like you know, um, okay. tamed the first dragon and taught them, yeah, to, taught speak. them to speak. Okay. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, and he has to go and and you know go fight, on his quest. fight the, the the dark lord Omadon so they can because yeah there's four brothers of magic just watch the movie but well, yeah, well, the, the, the main point is can. that he gets turned into a dragon early in the movie Gorbash one yeah. of the coolest dragons ever uh, Brayog is the coolest dragon ever that that movie has great art and the animation's awesome and great voice talent and some a very epic speech going on right at the beginning by Omadon. I used to have the whole movie memorized. Wow. Like, Justin has Surf Ninjas. <laughs> I used to have Ghostbusters memorized. Really? Which, uh, speaking of, that is on my list. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah uh, my brother and I... Uh, that was a movie that... Uh, that was the first VHS tape we ever owned when we got a VCR. That was, like, the first one we bought was that, and I think Temple of Doom was the second. Um, my brother and I watched that movie endlessly... <laughs> Uh, to the point where we could recite the movie from memory. Um, yeah, that... Uh, I, I mean, I think we all know how all of us feel about Ghostbusters. Right, yeah. I mean, that's We're Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's, it's Do you ever wear out the tape you, you watch or something? Uh, yes, actually, that one was, like, near the end. I don't think we actually wore out that one, but it was almost threadbare. I mean, it was in rough shape. That, you know, uh, on a note about that, 
Like, because it's one thing to to wear out a VHS, get, yeah, you know, understandable, with the friction and all that. Mm-hmm. But I watched Aliens so much from my quadrilogy mm-hmm. that I wore out my DVD. Wow! And I had to, I re- you know, like last year, I had to buy another special edition of Aliens <laughs> to put it back in my box. Wow. That's so, terrifying. Yeah, I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know it was possible either. <laughs> but just that DVD up. just doesn't work anymore. That's a joke I make sometimes, man. Like, you're wearing out that DVD. Yeah. See, oh. that's why you need to put it in the DVD rewinder. Oh yeah. Be cr- be kind. Yeah. You make, please be quiet. Be kind. Rewind your DVDs. Um, or else we'll have to make our own versions of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing about Flight of Dragons that pissed me off. Not about Flight of Dragons, but about Discovery Channel's Walking with Dragons or whatever yeah. that documentary was called. Um, Stole it. The, they, they go on about how they thought dragons flew and it was because of um, they had a honeycomb system in their chest that could expand and the helium, the hydrogen mm-hmm. that they created mm-hmm. caused them to float and their wings were for steering. And Well, their, they, bone, their bones were also supposed to be similar to birds mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Every single thing they said in that documentary was ripped straight out of Flight of Dragons and the book Flight of Dragons. No credit was given in the credits. Yep. Well, the thing is that it's probably a case of the wheel being invented twice because they're trying to look at examples from nature, and I'm sure that's what the original authors did. Was yeah, but the like whole aspect of, of it work. Yeah, the aspect of dragons eating limestone to create the hydrogen in their stomach that lets them float, and the fact that they have a, a thing they, that wasn't. No, no, no. They ate platinum. I don't remember. Yeah, they ate platinum. Yeah, platinum. That was like uh, so they could ignite their flame. Which was also taken from there, the hydrogen, and then Thor's uh, thimble, the the electric spark. In in the back of their throat that caused the ignition. Well, I mean, again, that's just thinking logically. Like, how would these things exist Mm -hmm. in the real world? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things they may have thought of it all on their own and never even heard of the Flight of Dragons, but I agree with you. It did actually make me mad when I watched it, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know this. Huh. Give then, credit. Yeah, give credit where credit is due. Yeah. Because, well, because, you know, Peter Dickinson or Gordon R. Dixon is dead now. Yeah, that book. So he doesn't need credit. He should, though. Yeah. <laughs> and that movie needs a DVD release. That movie does need a DVD release. Or Blu ray release. Because it, it got released on VHS several times. It even came out mm. around the same time that uh, The Hobbit and Return of the King got re released in those clamshell yeah, cases. Yeah, they re released Flight of Dragons, but it, it still hasn't come DVD. out on DVD. Hmm. Interesting. I signed a petition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to try to get it over to DVD, and I guess it's working now. <laughs> so um, that's, that's what we do. I, I had to buy a bootleg DVD from China. <laughs> one of my, um, well, I guess one on my list. This is my officially my go-to movie. Where if I can't find anything to watch, I pull out this movie. Like and Aliens. Yes, it's your Aliens. Okay. And it is. I think it might be one, my favorite movie, and it's ter- uh, T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I, I've said that before that that might be my go-to movie, but it is a perfect fucking movie. That was a movie I got to watch in the theater. Me too. Yeah, that was badass. And they, uh, our local theater, uh, had a dude dressed up as a ninja turtle on the roof, like and uh, like walking <coughs> back and forth. And then they were giving away like turtles figures to the kids in line. It was really fucking cool. That uh, didn't happen around here. No, that that was uh, that was when I lived in San Diego. You were playing with my size yesterday. Yeah, uh, Rob <laughs> bought apparently when our Asian store in the mall was closing, he mm. bought a, p- a couple size, mm. and I found them and I was playing with them and reenacting scenes. What's the floor? Then it is gone. So I can get it back. Get it back. Get back. <laughs> Damn! It's like a giant turtle in a trench coat. You're going to LaGuardia, right? <laughs> 
was such a great movie. The first one was fucking phenomenal. I, no, there's no reason why it was. It should have been as uh, good as it ended up being. Yeah, I mean, it was a. It was an early what nineties. Yeah, like, like 90, very 93, 93, like 91 maybe? Maybe. Yeah, uh, just and oh, the effects be. back then and everything like that, it should have been terrible. Yeah. But it still holds up perfectly. It, yeah, they, they pulled it off amazingly well. The sequels, not so much. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've said before that the second movie I, I loved as a kid, but it doesn't hold up at all. The oh, third um, one does. Mm. And I hated the third one as a kid, but watching it now, far better than the second really? one. I'll argue that. With you, because I, I think the second movie is better than the third movie still, and does hold up. Just because Vanilla Ice is in it, does, it still holds up. I'll say this: uh, April got way hotter in the second and third movie. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's my number one childhood movie. You guys, uh, anything else? April is in um, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Second so April or first? First, first April. Really? Yeah. She, play? she plays a doctor, uh, oh. a doctor who's trying to uh, give Nancy Nancy. Nancy. Nancy's Nancy. the main character, yeah. Yeah, give Nancy the uh, sedative. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sedative? Like, no. If you don't dream, you'll go crazy. Micro. Mm. So she she went from being a reporter and then became a doctor. She Her career went well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your next one, Rob? Uh, I spelled turtles wrong. Hold on. That's an odd movie. Rob, stop texting. I can't. Rob. I'm trying to find out when TMNT was made. Dude, I can go like grab it off the shelf if you really need to know. Well, I'm 1990. Sit down. Last Unicorn. Great movie. Yes. Well, yes, yes. Except two scenes. Two musical scenes. They're great. No, they're good. Go back and watch it. I did. And I, I did too. Like a couple, like, yeah. like a couple weeks ago. I think I'm going to lean towards Ben on that one. Like, uh, the movie, know. other than that, holds up perfectly. Okay, you know, you can watch Disney and, and all these other things, and, and where they get, you know, Christina Aguilera to sing, and, and then they get the other voice actress to sing, you know, whatever. Um, they did that in Nightmare Before part. Christmas, too. And you can, you know, but it's like they actually sung it, and yes, they were off key. But that, that's what. <laughs> That's not that an argument better. That makes it better no, because it yes, because it makes it sucks. real. It makes it them. It's like you gotta respect them, the actors, for actually singing the song. Or more so, just it was Rankin Brass trying to save money. Yes, but you gotta respect that, dude. Well, I don't. I, th- I don't think it was. I think it was really like people just didn't really want to tell me a pharaoh that uh, bitch. Uh, we're gonna get a stand. I'm a woman. Everything has changed. But everything else in that movie is fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. You like, have a tattoo. I w- yes, I love yeah. the last unicorn, but yeah. those are the two scenes that I have to skip past. I kind of want to watch that again. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, like Schmendrick the magician is possibly one of the greatest animated characters of all time. Now, did I tell you I have a mage on WoW called Schmendrick? Nice. I'm he's surprised that name man. hasn't been taken. No, I got. I'm on a newer server for that. Uh, and he's, he's 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 a forsaken, so he's undead because yeah. the book in the book in the book he can't die until he becomes a real wizard. So after I hit eighty, well, when Cataclysm comes out, when I hit like eighty three, then I can finally die. So I'm on I'm on a PvP thing. So you know, I mean, I won't officially die until I become a master magician. That was, have you read the book, Aaron? No, I unfortunately never got my hands on it. I, I have it. I have it. Fucking epic. 
Um, yeah, I, I just have no clue what the fuck you're talking about right now. Was, he, he, he was, I, I, let's not explain it. That's okay. Read the book. <laughs> I'll read the book. He can't die. He's immortal. Um, Red Bull. That is a, a great, yeah, a great movie. Um, I'm very disappointed that the live action movie they've been talking about for like yeah. 10 years still has not happened. Uh, they even got Chris Lee uh, as a Schmendrick, and I think they had Angela uh, Lansbury too. Or, I'm sorry, Prince, Prince uh, Christopher Lee as. Uh, Haggard, Haggard, King, yeah, Haggard. King Haggard, yeah, and he played, yeah, he played the original. They could have had, they, they should get uh, Mia Farrow to play uh, Molly Grew. Yeah, because she'd be old. That would be cool. Angela Lansbury, I think, was was signed on to uh, do uh, what was it, Mommy like, Fortuna. Mommy Fortuna. Wow. Um, I, I'm starting to wonder if maybe that was just a lot of bullshit, and the production company was yeah. just saying stuff that sounded awesome because nothing happened with yeah. that. Man, I'd love to see like someone should bring that up in an interview to one of these people. Yeah, be like, is this true? And then Chris Philly is like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I did like, 20 movies a year. Yeah. I'm 89 years old, damn it. <laughs> it's like you're a perfect age to play Haggard. Come yeah. on. The, um, uh, have we explained my last unicorn tattoo on the podcast? I don't think we have. Go ahead and explain it now. Yeah, it's a great tattoo. And it's what's really funny is like... Uh, no one gets it? No one gets it except like, what, like five people maybe? I think five people have gotten it so yeah. far. And the sad part is... When you first gave me, it told me what you wanted. Yeah. It took me a second to even get it. Which is sad because I saw it. and I was like instantly like nice. <laughs> the last unicorn. The um. Ever since I saw the last unicorn, and then found out about Red Bull the drink, because uh, I I connected the two together, mm-hmm. and I imagine that the people who made Red Bull have seen the last unicorn because the one of the main antagonists is the Red Bull. It's mm-hmm. a big flaming bull. And they're like the Red Bull. Yeah, the Red Bull is the arch enemy to the unicorn. And if you look at a can of Red Bull, the the logo looks like the Red Bull. So I assumed that the people of Red Bull were like fucking last unicorn, right? I, I'm the only person to apparently think that. No, I, I, that was my impression. I was thinking that that's probably where they got the name from. So I got the unicorn on my leg tattooed from the last unicorn being chased down by a big giant can of Red Bull that's, that's on, on fire. fire. <laughs> And yeah, I've talked to a lot of even like even last unicorn fans, and they're like, "Right on, I don't get it." I and then I'm like, "Red Bull, oh, yeah, they're not real fans." Yeah, apparently. The day I was designing that tattoo for you, um, I was watching the last unicorn all day as reference, mm-hmm. and um, and I had some girls come in, and they're all like, "Oh, last unicorn, I love this movie." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we'll take a look at this picture that I'm drawing for my brother," and they're like, "I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> like it's right there. You're looking. The Red Bull's on the screen right now. He's fight, it's the same pose. Yeah. Uh, okay. and, and, and yeah, and I don't know. Like it. I, I love the tattoo, uh, and I love the fact that a lot of people don't get it. You can see it on our DeviantArt page. We have a DeviantArt page. We do. Airportroad.deviantart.com, I think. Yeah. And the picture of the tattoos up there, along with all my drawings. You need to get some of your shit up on the road. Cool. I did that. Yeah, we had one. I have some on mine, which is. Senshicat.dbnr.com. Nice. Did like someone schedule a cat Kumite? I don't know, but uh, Hacksaw is mounting his mom. He's not mounting her; he's fighting her. Was mounting. No, he, he got wasn't. tired of her bullshit. <laughs> she said, "Take out the trash." He said, "No, no, I will mount you." <laughs> he doesn't have a th- he doesn't have balls anymore. So <laughs> I meant mount like a horse. Oh, okay. like riding. Oh, I thought you meant like on a plaque. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will stuff you and mount I will you over the wall, <laughs> bitch. Uh, What's your next one, Aaron? My next one, um, I'm going to go with uh, The Goonies. I know you really have never even watched all of it. I've seen it, I just didn't really care for it that much. And I know that's, 
people hate me for that, but I didn't really care. I don't hate you for it. It's just I'm I'm just curious because it seems like something you'd like. I I agree. Yeah, I don't um, understand it. I also you, hate Gamera. So yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the Goonies? Uh, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I didn't grow up on the Goonies. I didn't mm. watch the Goonies until I was already in my teens or twenties. That might so. be. Yeah, the the difference there is I I first saw that I, I was probably like like eight something mm-hmm. like that, um, and. For that, that's just like the perfect movie, you know, mm-hmm. at that age where you know it's got pirates, it's got criminals chasing you down, you know, and it was just really, really uh, rad. It was a kid version of Indiana Jones in a way yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely could see that, and I think if I watched it growing up, I would have, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, but it, it's to me, it's just like a timeless adventure movie. Uh, I I really need to get another copy of it because someone borrowed my. My DVD and it's gone now, and I really want to watch it with. It's uh, probably on Blu ray now. It is on Blu ray. It actually came out. There's like a collector's edition that I really want to pick up, but I don't have an extra 35 bucks. There you go. There's Goonies action figures, too. Huh? Really? Yeah. They, have oh. them at Spen- they had them at Spencer's on clearance. Oh, man. I wish I knew about that. Yeah. Um, my fault <laughs> for not never going into Spencer's. I want to forego one of my other movies. Which one, the Care Bears or Rainbow Brights? It's my turn. I'm a, it's I'm my turn. Well, I talked about Rainbow Brights. So it's that my one. turn. Okay, then you talk. We're going to get off order, and then I'll be in. Well, I, thought we were, I thought we were on order. No, it goes you, Aaron, me. I you thought Aaron I came me. after Aaron. And it was you first. No, because you said Last Unicorn. He said Goonies. Now it's my turn. You. I thought you agree with Go ahead. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Okay. That's fucking that awesome. Yes. Now that's... It wasn't going to be my Halloween costume. I, I guess yes. that's probably an age thing because I mean I, I really enjoy Bugs Journey. I still think Excellent Adventure is the better movie. Uh, maybe I don't know how I feel about that. Still, <laughs> uh, I love both movies because mm-hmm. both movies have their perks. Because yes, the, mo- the first movie is fucking awesome, but also the second movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, because it's not the same thing. It's completely different. My my big problem with Bogus Journey is is '90s pants, man. <laughs> it's, it's your big <laughs> issue. Is no, and seriously, it, it it dates itself. Um, the the scenes the first in the future, doesn't? not really. You can go back and watch it. I mean, and there's some '80s stuff in there, but it, I think the first one. Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, I think the first one um, is more of a like a time. It's going to be like one of those things, like a timeless classic. Well, I think Bogus Journey had some really uh, really funny stuff, some amazing yes. ideas. Um, it, it just feels more like an early '90s movie. I can, I can, I, I definitely will yeah. agree with that. But uh, it's jarring to watch now, whereas Excellent Adventure, I can kind of forgive that. It's much. very Turtles too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree that it is a bit dated, but it's still fucking epic. Yeah, and I think uh, there's two reasons I remember Bill and Ted two more than Bill and Ted one, and uh, one is the ending. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so good it became our podcast. Yeah, the opening theme song. Yeah, where you know they they go to the future they go. 16 month, weeks into the future and come back and become and are no they go I, I believe they went back into the didn't they go back into the past and like uh, study there and then came back to the they just say that they, they I thought they went back to like medieval times it, where the princes for the honeymoon they oh that's right honeymoon. yeah that's right yeah, but right. they were gone for what 16 weeks no they had a kid it was like 16 months I, I think yeah. it was like yeah a year and a half something yeah. like that and then, then then they play that awesome version of God Gave Rock and Roll to You and more Way better than with the, the normal version. Steve Vai, I think, doing the opening. Yeah. yeah. Steve Vai kiss. Our opening to the, yeah. the podcast. Yeah. And um, I think that's part of it. Like, when I think of Bill and Ted, I think of the ending of Bill and Ted mm-hmm. 2. 
And also, growing up, we we had Bill and Ted 2 on VHS. Yeah. We didn't have part one. Yeah. yeah. Or if we did, we taped over it accidentally or something. Because I remember we always find Bill and Ted 2. Do you remember when we got Bill and Ted on DVD? How we got Bill and Ted on DVD the first time? Uh, oh, I mean, a, yes. How? Pizza Hut. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember when they were doing that thing, you order a pizza and you get a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I got like a couple of Muppet movies that way. <laughs> and then the next year, they released Bill and Ted 2 through Pizza Hut. Because I remember we had Bill and Ted 1 and 2 on DVD through Pizza Hut. Making and it, was, it great. <laughs> and it, that worked because I actually bought movies. Or I bought pizza from Pizza Hut because fucking why not get a movie? Yeah. So, yes, Bill and Ted 2. Is fucking sweet. That was a, a really kind of brilliant little marketing thing because I remember I, I ordered pizza a lot more. So you can get, get Weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not also, but Weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> yes, right. Where he was a zombie. <laughs> what are you going to forego? <laughs> I'm going to forego Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealers because I talked about that That's on a good movie. one of the podcasts. I po- no, maybe that was a holy weirdo. The one I talked about. No, we talked about it in the 80s nostalgia. Did we? Uh, yes. Because we talked about how we I saw thought, it at the Dollar Theater. Oh, because I thought we talked about. It. I thought I've talked about it because I watched like The Exorcist, The Exorcist Two, The Exorcist Three, and The Omen, The Rainbow Bright. <laughs> to cheer yourself up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna forego talking about Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealers, and go with the Neverending Story. Oh, oh, okay. That is yeah. a great movie. Um, one the the kiddo loves. He hasn't watched yeah. it for a while, but he, he really dug that. For a while, that was on rotation for like a good month. Nice. Your kid was gonna love Flight of Dragons. Yeah, I bet he would. I'll burn it for you. I'll cool. give it to you on flash drive. Uh, never in the story here. Oh, oh Flight Dragons. Fly Dragon. Yeah, I, I definitely like to to watch that. I I probably could find a form of it, but oh yeah, uh, yeah. just give me whatever probably quality you got. <laughs> um. No, tell us more about that and the book too. Was great. Yeah, the book was amazing. Yeah, did you did you borrow that? Yes, yeah. and uh, it's the movie is really only half the book. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Oh yeah. There's more. Like it continues. Well, yeah. The second half of the book is what Never Ending Story Two was supposed to be, but mm-hmm. I, I think really it came down to um, they couldn't do like visually they couldn't do it was, the book. Yeah, I think definitely because. Uh, I don't know if we should spoil it. No, uh, I've I haven't it. read it. Yeah, it's really epic, um, and you can kind of see, like like Rob said, the the whole idea of uh, Bastian wishing and the wishing causing him to lose memories. That that was part of it, but it, yeah, that that's about the only part I think yeah. that was carried over. Really, yeah. Well, they had um, I forgot her name, like the the evil chick, which mm-hmm. I think she met her demise actually in the first half of the book, and technically what was in so, the first yeah. movie. But I was kind of bummed that the uh, the Rainbow Desert wasn't in the movie. Yeah, that's like, exactly that was a really cool that. scene. But um, with the with the giant like lion. Yeah, yeah. Never ending story, much the same as lo- as the Flight of Dragons. You know, uh, the fantasy realm is is under attack, mm-hmm. um, and so someone goes back from the regular world to the fantasy world to right the wrongs, mm-hmm. and adventures ensue and awesomeness. And the book is. So it, it, the movie, so yeah, the movie's yeah, it, pretty much on, but the book is so much better. If you even remotely like the movie, please go find a copy of the book. The book is just a great, great classic thing, and that's something I'd like to actually like sit down and read the Connor yeah. movie someday. That and the Hobbit are two books I like to, to and, read. And them. the book is a very easy read. It's actually mm-hmm. it's the same as like the Hobbit or easier. Like it, it is fly. it is intended for children. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just really good. It's a, it's a great fantasy novel. I think I read 
the book in like two or three nights at J. Crew. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in working just in between Dark Yeah, I think that's about how long it took me. I I, I tore through it because yeah. I, I just devoured that. And, and I have like a third grade reading level. So <laughs> like I read slow. Yeah, you, you need to read that then. Okay, Michael, I and I have it. I'll and you read. Ah, stop licking my toes, cat. <laughs> uh, you need to read the Last Unicorn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, get me a copy of that. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll read that. I'll dig out all my books. Or or your next one, Aaron. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Wizard. <sighs> yeah. Rob. Rob is like nodding his head, and Ben is like <laughs> sighing audibly. <laughs> um, I saw that was one I saw in the theater. I got my copy of Pocket Power that came with it. Nice. Um, Pocket Power. Yeah, what it was, it was a mini version of Nintendo Power, and it had uh, stuff about Super Mario 3, it had an interview with the cast members, and like little... It, w- it was basically a, a pared-down version of the, the larger magazine. Um, that's one that I watched it, I knew exactly, you know, I, even like at that age, I recognized exactly what it was. It was just a 90-minute commercial mm-hmm. for Nintendo. And even back then, I was like, you know, saying oh, the sound effects for Metroid don't sound like that. What the <laughs> fuck? But I, I just loved it. Um, it was the source of uh, a, of a crush on Jenny Lewis that I've had ever since that movie. Is that the girl in the movie? Yeah, the girl in the movie. She's now in uh, the band Rilo Kylie, which oh, her. Okay. Yeah, it's it, they're a good band. Uh, I, I mainly like them for the lead singer, but yeah, I've had a crush on that girl since The Wizard. <laughs> um, uh, just, just another. It's a, it's a kids on an adventure movie, which uh, you know, uh, like the Goonies. Yeah, California. Yeah, like the Goonies. It's just something where it's one of those like little fantasy thing. How cool would it be to run away with your little autistic brother, yeah. meet a cute redheaded chick, and then win the video game championship? Yeah, this dude with a power glove. Yeah. By the way, um, I went to the collectors later today, uh-huh. and I picked up some D and D dice, and uh, and a. Statue of Lady Sylvanas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had in the box a power glove. <laughs> Price at eighty bucks. Uh, but, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, I we had a power glove. Yeah. We we got one back in the day. Uh, we got it at, like a Sears outlet store or something like that for twenty five bucks. Is it was it rad? Um, no, it's not so bad. <laughs> it was not so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it controlled terribly. It was just an. An abomination. It, it was basically like the coolest like, thing to wear. Yeah. Oh no. And I wish I'd saved it because I would have just cut the fucking cord off. That's off what we did. Yeah. Wore it. Yeah. We cut. We t- we cut the cord off and then made it cooler mm-hmm. by attaching more science to it. Nice. So like antennas and springy things and awesome. dials and knobs. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I wish I'd saved mine just you know to have as an accessory. Well, you can get another one from collectors. Not for eighty bucks. Well, I mean that's what the price was on <laughs> for there. the new in the box one. Yeah, you can probably I, find them on eBay for like ten bucks. You know, that's that's something else. I've wanted to get that, and I've wanted to get a, a, a robotic operating buddy. Oh. Um, for, a Rob. Yeah, a Rob. Yeah. Um, I, I I would just want one to put on my shelf. You know, no other reason. Mm. If you ever, if you guys ever, if you're at a collector's layer, you ever see one cheap, let me know, please. I'll or if you want to donate us eighty dollars, yeah, yeah. If anyone listening wants to mail me a, a robotic operating buddy or a power glove, Aaron's gonna hold the podcast captive, hold yeah. hostage until he gets a. a I'll talk yeah. more about the TSA. Yeah, if you guys don't start giving us money, how about that? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about fucking. I didn't politics. mean to fall asleep. I was. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, is it my go? I don't know. Yes. I yeah, I was last, so... Me, Aaron, yeah, Terminator Aaron. 2. Great movie. We can all yeah. agree, one of yeah. the greatest... Th- we can all agree the Great greatest action, action movie. movie of all time. 
uh, I wouldn't say the greatest, but I would say it is so, among the greatest. So what is the greatest Aliens. action movie? That's a sci-fi, like a sci-fi. It's, yeah, it is an action yeah, movie. Thank you. <laughs> Terminator Two is a better action movie. I'm Aliens. going through like three dozen in my head right now, and I can't pick. So don't don't ask me that. <laughs> I think Terminator Two is definitely in the top t- three. Rocky Four. That's that's not an action movie. That's a documentary. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a documentary about the human spirit. <laughs> but no, Terminator Two. Everyone has seen it, and everyone loves it except for Richie. Really, it's Terminator Two. Really? What was his wow. uh, complaints about it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, well, he should have been here, so he could have uh, tried to defend himself, and we could have all ganged up on him. Yeah, it's. I don't know anyone except him that hates Terminator Two. Yeah, that's interesting. And there's people who don't care. Yeah, but no one hates Terminator Two. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Eddie Furlong in it, but I yeah, mean, he's, I, I like oh, he's the movie. great. Yeah, he did great. He was a kid. I was a kid at the time. I like. Uh, we we had this conversation about you know the time frames and all that, and you're mentioning like Terminator Two. I'm like, dude, like I was like I was a teenager, almost a teenager when you know when we started watching that movie, and it's like, oh wait, you weren't. I was five. Yeah, <laughs> when that movie came so. out. Yeah, because I remember buying some of the toys for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember those. Or I remember the little like thing you could get like uh, that. Um, it was an endoskeleton and like a the uh, play-doh. Yeah, the play-doh that yeah. like created the uh, Arnold mode. I watched the commercial for that on YouTube the other day. I bought uh, at KB bef- when they were kind of going out of business. I got like uh, a box of the Terminator Two collector card. I made like three sets out of them. I wish I still had them. Hmm. Terminator Two is one of those movies that we should eventually not on this podcast, but later go into movies that have shaped our life. Because I was doing that a couple weeks ago, was trying to think of the movies that really shaped mm-hmm. my life and what I quote on a daily basis, Friday being one of them. <laughs> Friday, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> but Terminator 2 um, has molded my life a lot. I know now why you cry. <laughs> I, that's so hard to watch. I know, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it, it's like Draco fucking getting an axe <laughs> to the heart. That's one of the <laughs> first heart. movies I remember seeing in theaters was Terminator 2. I remember seeing the Star Trek: The Undiscovered Country in theaters, and I remember seeing Rocky Five. Those are my earliest theater rem- memories. Sorry about Rocky Five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I saw. I remember seeing uh, uh, Final Frontier. Fuck. Theater. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw ET, and wait, Superman Three. Oh, sorry. I think, yeah. you win. I think you win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were at drive-ins too. Nice. Yeah. Now the very first, uh, the uh, the very first, I think, theater one was probably Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was I was four or five, I think. I saw Return of the Jedi when I was like twenty-two. <laughs> Your uh, the re-release. Yeah, yeah. I was like seventeen. But yeah, I didn't see them until they were re-released. Uh, what I guess is you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, back to the foo foo. <laughs> Care Bears the movie. <laughs> I don't remember the Care Bears. You know, movie. I remember the one, the Care Bears in Wonderland one, but I can't remember the Care Bears uh, first movie. Oh god, what just dude? Happened? Dude just showed up. Dude, tell us about some of your favorite childhood mem- uh, movies. Uh, movies. Not now, until when Rob finishes. Like oh, it's shit. in your element, when you were in elementary school, what movies did you watch? Oh shit. Um, um. I honestly, well, while you're thinking, I yeah. can't remember. I can't remember much from Care Bears right now, like. They they brought in the the, the Care Bear cousins. Yeah, so, yeah. They had the lion Lionheart and, and the uh, elephant thing. Yeah, and they did the. It wasn't the Care Bear stairs. The uh, growl. Yeah, and 
they so Care they, Bears, it was, it was Care Bears, Beast Brown. Wars, yeah. Beast Wars, Care Bears, basically, basically, yeah. yeah. And wow. something about like it was pretty much it was almost like the same kind of thing as a Rainbow Bright movie. I think like all the happiness was mm-hmm. being stolen out of the world. That's five bucks at Target. Is you know, right? I need to go pick that up. I I just thought of yeah, you, you just reminded me of one, and uh, we'll talk about that later. But that's all I want to talk about because I think um, any any more is going to make me sound even more gay. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'll go with one that will make him sound like a pedophile. Okay. Oh God, I know what you're talking. Hannah about. Montana the movie. Yes, let's do <laughs> it. Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Yeah, Chipmunks <laughs> Adventure. I watched that a, about a I month ago. Yeah, because you have it on DVD, and I was terrified. Yeah. Um, now, when, you know, it's a really great thing. The the Chipmunks and the Chipmunks uh, get in like a bitching contest over a video game. And uh, two diamond smugglers apparently use that as an opportunity to What's ridiculous make ever. these kids or animals, wh- whichever way you want to go with it, into couriers for their diamond smuggling operation wow. by sending them on a balloon trip race across the world. Okay. And, and it mimics the game they were playing. Yeah, and it, it's just the most ridiculous thing that these diamond smugglers would like say, "That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's send these kids—not just kids—on a balloon trip. Kids. Yeah, chipmunk kids, and I don't—I guess they're gir- they're chipmunk girls. Yeah, the chipettes. Yeah, I think that's it, how it, works. it was terrifying because because it, the animators were sick fucks. Seriously, there. Uh, <laughs> every opportunity to show like the panties of the chipettes was taken advantage of. Yeah, and, and oh. not well, the that happened in the cartoon though. <laughs> no, it didn't. Not yeah. nearly as bad. It's <laughs> like <laughs> seriously, no. This is like this is like child porn shit. This is like the kind of shit you'd see on 4chan. Okay, you know, yeah. not quite that bad. But I mean, oh, okay, it's well, like well, it's well, like then, you know how like when a movie gets made from a TV show, usually the animation's a little better. Mm-hmm. It's like the fluid amount of actual like hip grinding and like you know like dancing <laughs> yeah, shit. It's, it's creepy as shit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> really weird because man, those fucking like chipmunk girl things were way sexualized, and I I was just I'm, I'm uncomfortable watching that. I'm into furries. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, but these are like oh, fucking like twelve year old furries. No, like seven year old furries. I thought they were older than that. They, they look like no, school. no. They were they were. It's in chipmunk years. They're they're probably like thirty two. Oh, well, that makes it all okay. Oh, it does. Yes, I, I remember watching that movie as a kid, and I remember yeah. loving it. But yeah, it, uh, you got to borrow it and rewatch it because you. Wait, are we talking about the new one or the old one? No, the, old the one. Chipmunks Adventure. Talking uh, about the, the old great one? Chipmunk Adventure. Yeah, hold on, I'll pull Wait, the, the animated one. Yeah, yeah, with the chipmunks and the chipettes, and they do shit. It's an old movie. I, and it, uh, you'll have to borrow it and watch part of it because it's creepy as shit. How much child porn like shit is in there? Okay, well, it's where like a pedophile's dream? Oh, well, give it to me. <laughs> but um, I'll take it. I'll take it with all my D and T stuff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, look at that. This okay? No, I do remember this. Borrow shit from me. I do remember this. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. It's really creepy watching all like it was shots sexy chipmunks. What's <laughs> 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 the problem? What's the problem? I'm 31 and they're eight. <laughs> It's, it's really fucked up, No, they, they age with you. It's a kid's movie. If you watch it now, there's a lot Like, we can assume that, like, it's marketed to, like, ten-year-olds, right? You know, or, or lower. Why do we need panty shots in a, in a fucking cartoon movie for I think the question is, why do you not? Okay. Oh, God. Ben, save us. It's it's legal <laughs> if it's animated. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, dude is still t- texting, so. Um, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So creepy. 
the, the, the child porn into it. <laughs> no, sir. But uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. All those fucking panty shots of the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, they're just naked. <laughs> they they were pretty young too. Yeah, I mean they, they were only alive for a couple months. But Jurassic Park was a movie I grew up on, and me and you, Rob, we saw it in the theater sixteen times. Yep. Uh, it is definitely a movie that shaped my future, and is a very incredibly one of the most quotable movies ever. I think. Yeah. Uh, and just at the time, dinosaurs, fucking a, you know. Clever girl. Yeah. Not wait. Nineteen ninety four. Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. I was born in eighty six. I was eight. eight when Jurassic Park came out. So. So you're perfect age to like be in that dinosaur zone where you're just like you know every kid goes through it where they just man I fucking love dinosaurs. And it was uh, one of those movies where I watched it and then. Loved it for the dinosaurs, but as I got older, when I watched it, I would pick up on more shit that they would say. Like, I would understand things, mm-hmm. and like innuendos and yeah. adult conversations. And like, so the movie meant more as a, an adult that I didn't catch they on were going like, when out, I was a kid. It's yeah. the same thing. They were going out into the, the park and lifting up the dinosaur skirts. Yeah. So it's the same thing as the Chipmunk movie. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> that, that does remind me, and I'll only touch on this a sec, but. Uh, Caddyshack is a movie that I watched as a kid, but it was a version taped off cable. Uh. So it was the edited version, and when I finally saw the full version on DVD, <laughs> oh man, like I was probably like, you know, 22 or something like that. It just blew my mind how much stuff had been cut around. I have a, okay, I don't know if I told you guys, but I was watching like TBS like one night, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back came on like TBS. Pointless. Yeah, if yeah. Uh, if you ever get a chance, watch it because that is. If I didn't have that movie memorized, yeah. like it would make no sense whatsoever. Yeah, um, I, I did that with Mallrats. Actually, I saw Mallrats on TV, and it was pointless. Some <laughs> of the some of the best uh, like made for TV version um, movies you got to check out: um, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> Lebowski. Uh, Lebowski is pretty good. It's uh, forty five minutes. Minuto. The the directors the the TV cut of Lebowski is like forty five minutes wow. long. Um, Starship Troopers is another interesting mm-hmm. one to see. Yeah, but yeah, it's I, I it's almost entertaining to watch those versions when you see a movie like that. You're just like Pulp Fiction. What the hell yeah. are they gonna do to that? Yeah, uh, the, uh, the dubbing on that is fantastic. I don't think in Jane Silent Bob Straight Back. I don't think Jay had one original line in that entire thing. Possibly like a full <laughs> voiceover. Wow! Like it was almost as bad I as like the Mister Show thing, where it's like you know they had the thumb. Yeah, you know, <laughs> mother, father, Chinese dentist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was almost that bad. Yeah. Oh man, what is uh your? I guess last one. I forgot now. What did I say? What did I say? There's um. You uh, Care, Care Bear. Dragons. Care Bears. Uh, Never Ending Story. Last Unicorn. Fly the Dragons. Rainbow. How about a man movie, Rob? Oh, um, Short Circuit. Oh yeah. yeah. Love that movie. That that one probably would have made would have made my list too if you hadn't already got grabbed it. Yeah, that was a no disassemble. <laughs> I have a and I can't. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? <laughs> I want to watch the first one again so bad, but I can only. I always have, I come across the second one either on that's, TV or in the five dollar bin. Or that's on the opposite of my problem. I have the first one. I can't find the second one anywhere. Netflix, not anymore. Right now. It's no. gone. Oh. They took it off. Uh, I think I thank you. Walmart, I almost guarantee it's sitting right there. For I've looked right now. for Short Circuit Two for years. Really? Yes. See, what you guys need to do is like go to the same Walmart and then look in the rack 
and you'll find a copy of one, and you'll find a copy. Well, more than likely, yes. there'll be none. <laughs> It'll cancel itself they're, out. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're looking for us at the same time. Shit. <laughs> Short Circuit is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and I remember watching that a lot growing up too. I wish, I always wish they made a Johnny Five toy. Supposedly, someone was saying that they're doing that again. Like they're actually making another remote. I showed you pictures of it. I, I, yeah, I remember seeing the pictures. I didn't know if that was a fan-made model or an actual production toy. It says, it's, I think it says a company's putting it out. It's like a, it's say like twelve inches big. I think it might be remote controlled. That would be so great. One hundred and seventy dollars. Oh. That's fine. Oh, that's almost worth it. Seriously, it, like, for a remote control. What they should do is oh. the, the same company that makes Robo Sapien. Mm. That way, it can interact with a Robo Sapien. There's <laughs> D batteries and it works. Yeah. Do, yeah, what the fuck is a D battery? <laughs> Unless you're going camping, you don't need D batteries. <laughs> um, I have cats on me. Aaron, the fuck is the um? Here? I guess this is your last one. My last one. Uh, Transformers the movie. You got it in. Yeah. Well, no, we are our Transformers rest. We already. Oh, Optimus Prime for president. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Star Trek Online red shoes. Uh, oh, <laughs> we got Star Trek in, but not online. Yeah. Now you got it. Yeah. Um. No, uh, Transformers movie, another one I got to see in the theater. Uh, went with my dad. That's one of those childhood memories that stick with me. You know, just how cool it was to see Transformers on the big screen. Uh, in hindsight, it's a pretty bad movie. Not the first 20 minutes? The first 20 minutes are fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, everything after that... Uh, I mean, it was cool when they finally blew up uh, uh, Unicron at the end. I'll say it's good up until they get to the junk planet. Yeah. yeah. After the junk plan. When Wheelie showed up, that might probably be kind of where Wheelie or Blur? Uh, Wheelie. Uh, the uh, little obnoxious kid one. I don't remember him showing up. He was a little dude. He was like, and he always talked in rhymes. Yeah. He like wrote on Grimlock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He shot Grimlock with like a little like energy slingshot thing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, have I showed you that masterpiece Grimlock figure? Yeah. Did a, uh, I showed Aaron He's like yeah. the 12 inch mm-hmm. Or like 14 inch Action figure of Grimlock What I didn't know Was that when you Transform him He comes with a crown Yeah That you put on his head That's cool Yeah yep. I know But really that cool. That was a great movie um, For the first 20 minutes Yeah And when I saw it Of course I was a uh, I was probably Seven And uh, You know I, I loved it Because it was Transformers yeah, it wasn't until I was much older that I kind of like realized that. Yeah, it was crap. It was kind of like a, the reverse of Phantom Menace, where you come out of the theater right after that duel of the fates, you know, badass lightsaber battle, mm-hmm. and it kind of like cushions the blow that the rest of the movie had on yeah. you. <laughs> You're like, man, that really that lightsaber battle was cool. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything else had been kind of wiped. <laughs> I, I still remember the shock, like my brain trying to wrap mm-hmm. around like Darth Maul with the one saber, then they cut me out of the double. And yeah. it's like, what? Lightsabers don't do that. No. He's got two, but they're in one. That's impossible. My, my brain could not fathom what happened. Yeah. And I was just starstruck the entire time. And now, you're, you, any sort of lightsaber doesn't even phase you. Yeah, yeah. Like, which uh, I thought it was still a shock when Mace Windu showed up with a purple one. Really? Yeah, like our yeah, his purple lightsaber. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Why has he got a purple one? It was more shocking. I agree, but it's like to but up to that point you've never seen that color. Well yeah. the that same kind of thing, like it didn't affect me at all because they had blue lightsabers and red lightsabers so they could make a purple lightsaber. Yeah. No. What, what affected me more than anything else was um 
playing Kotor and the orange lightsaber. Mm. That was like, huh? Or the black one? Well, that yeah, that that's cool. I <laughs> that's ridiculous. I, I got the black lightsaber and um, I think I collected all the uh, different lightsaber color gems. Force, in, uh, Force Unleashed. I did. Yeah, I hundred percented all the all the add-ons. Oh, nice, nice. With the help of a walkthrough yeah. on my phone. For it. Yeah, I would like I I read a paragraph, do it, pause. Read a paragraph, do it, pause. So I should hook the PS3 uh, up to the little TV just so I can like use it to browse the web and have a walkthrough while I'm playing hmm. the TV. Um, my last movie from my childhood <laughs> is the fucking Power Rangers movies guy. Saw that in the theater too. So yep. did I. Yep. <laughs> you were, you were I, went the I went to the fort and it was my cousin and I were hanging out and we 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 said like let's go see a cheap ass movie and play some video games and yeah. that was the only thing remotely interesting playing at uh, the fort at that time. So we went in and saw it and just laughed our ass off. See, I, I I can't even be that cool about it. Like I think I went with Eric and uh, back. And whatever right? that puts me in middle school, yeah, or almost high school, and you were excited, yeah. And I was, it, it was like, oh my god, Power Rangers to go, <laughs> great, yeah. And rocked out to it the entire time. Like this is the greatest movie ever. Well, I, I, I was, think a, I am yes. like three years older than you, so you were still I, liking Power Rangers yeah, for three yeah, more years yeah, after that oh, movie. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, everyone I, likes the yeah, Power Rangers. I, I I would watch it every day after school. I, I was in high school at the yeah. time, but I'd still watch it, yeah. and I, I loved it because it was so cheesy and goofy and. You know, retardedly. Well, see, I loved it because it was badass. That's that's me. Yeah, yeah I loved it because Power Rangers was the shit. Yeah, I, I was I was already past that. So <laughs> sorry, guys. Go going back and watching it. No, it doesn't really hold up as much, except for the childhood memories of motherfucking the White Ranger Tommy doing his fucking Tommy shit. Yeah. Um, the CG in that movie fucking sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Goldar looked like a badass though. <laughs> yeah. Um and um, the main thing that I take away from the t- Power Rangers movie mm-hmm. is the awesome version of the theme song they did for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's got like guitar solos and that drum should probably solos be and playing shit. underneath it. Yeah. And that should be on Rock Band. It should be. Cuz that's I mean, a fucking we epic got the song. touch on Rock Band network. Yeah, we've got the touch. So we've already got one like childhood anthem. You know. Yeah. Next they need to do Power Rangers the theme song and then Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, dude! If they put the uh, um, the Stevie Vai uh, intro kiss version from Bogus Journey, I would buy that shit in a heartbeat. I would play that constantly. Just the intro, <laughs> and then and then last unicorn songs. No, I could actually sing them. Do well. I'm alive. And I'm the last eagle Kind of surprised there isn't any American rock band as well. <laughs> you figured like course with no name would have shown up. Maybe it is on there, and I haven't seen. It. Possibly. Yeah, but th- those were our childhood movies, I guess, or at least five of our childhood yeah. movies. Right? What? Yeah, I don't know why Fly Away Home keeps popping in my head. You watched the shit out of Fly Away Home, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's because I had a crush on, uh, what's her name? Anna Packwood. Anna Packwood. Oh, I was really uncomfortable with all the uh, upstairs shots in that movie of her. You should yeah. have been. And those geese. Yeah. The, yeah, those geese had awesome upstairs shots. <laughs> yeah. Sexy geese. Isn't that based on a true story or something like that? Supposedly it was, but... It really happened to Anna Packard. I think it was just... <laughs> it was based on the true story in, in the way that... I'm sure there was a Canadian family that had geese. What about Casper? Casper was great, yeah. Casper was based on the true story. <laughs> uh, no, you... I, I actually want to watch that again, because yeah. I, remember, I remember liking that. And that was, uh, I think, when I was the perfect age to have a crush on Christina Ricci. Yep. Still hot. Yep. Still hot. A little weird looking, but still hot. Yeah, she's 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 one of those that like Christina Ricci is one of those chicks that like was young when I was young, 
but now I'm old, but she's still old, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> like, like, I have a thing for Michelle Trachtenberg, yeah. Yeah. but you can, you don't like that. Well, no, my problem with that is, is that, like, I, you know, how many years older than I, am I? I'm 24. Okay, so I'm, like, seven years older than you. Yeah. And, like, I, I saw Michelle Trachtenberg on Buffy, and, you know, she was always the little sister, you know? Never someone Not was, trip. Yeah. Not and that made, that's a movie that made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> seriously, I, because the whole time I'm watching that, anytime they have, like, you know, I'm thinking, that's Dawn in a string of clean, a bikini. You know, it, it seriously, it's like like seeing my little cousin or something like that because I'm just so used to Michelle yeah. Trachtenberg. As <laughs> She's my age. Yeah, and so, so you it's fun. It's, it's yeah. I know it is. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, because it's Michelle Trachtenberg. Right. See, I remember her from Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, she was on the Pete and Pete's. Yeah, and yeah. then segued into Harriet the Spy. Yep, which and was also a Nickelodeon joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there are also other celebrities that we've grown up with. That either make us uncomfortable or make us hot. Maybe something, something that so, we had no one's brought up that maybe just go ahead and mention uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was older when that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was older. That that is a, a great movie, and that's one I'll probably have to pop in uh, into, into the kids' rotation mm-hmm. as we get closer to Christmas. Um, I remember he watched it last year. He really liked it, but he's into spooky shit too. Yeah. I'm gonna so, point out how awesome. Uh, the fucking Lion King is. That is a great Disney film. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the best ones. And Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Aladdin's shit. Aladdin and Lion it's King going might be back the two to greatest Disney films. Going back to Christina Aguilera singing instead of the voice actress. Uh, Mulan. Mulan. No, Mulan. No, I think she did uh, Aladdin. No, no, I think that was the voice actress did the singing. I don't think. Yeah, so. no, she sang in Mulan or did a song for Mulan. And I'm no, I don't think she did anything for Pocahontas. What's up, IMDb? Yeah, but that's uh. That's about it. Yeah. Christina, Christina Aguilera's back. She was on Dancing with the Stars tonight. Okay. Yeah. Did, did, did Crystal Palin win? Nope. Third place. Third place? person I wanted to win didn't win. Okay. Kyle Massey from That's So Raven. Okay. He didn't win. <laughs> Who was the other celebrity? Uh, Jennifer Grey. Okay, so I've actually heard of her. De- yeah, she, okay. she won. But she broke her spine. Did she bring a watermelon? Yeah. Good. She actually had a watermelon. I, I work at a news station. I have to watch these shows to run commercial breaks. And as much as I hate to say it, I actually, because I watch Dancing with the Stars every Monday to run the, all the commercial breaks, I've gotten into, like, I, I had an in, I had an emotional investment in it. I'm like, motherfucking Kyle Massey. He's <laughs> like the black kid who's so fucking charming. That's I want him to fucking win. That's See, why I won't watch reality shows, because I get attached to that, and I become that person. I'm like, I'm so ashamed of myself. I like to go back to... Like a year or so ago, where you were giving me shit for watching Dance with the Stars, yeah, and I was like, I get emotionally invested in these people, and I yes. want them to win, and you're all like, that's stupid. It is, but here's the difference: I get paid to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah, I'm not sitting here watching Dancing with the Stars on my free time. So, but would you be? No, we don't have cable. Yeah, but so if you that's did, probably. Yeah. But if you did, it's probably on Hulu or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like Hulu. I like watching things on my own time that I download illegally through torrent sites. Well, I can do that with... Uh, I do that too, but I use Hulu for the shit that I don't have to download. Oh. Well, yeah. I use Hulu... I use you to watch the things that Pretty I... Pretty much. Uh, speaking of uh, Venture Brothers season finale... Yeah, we should probably watch that. Is yeah. that what I don't know. I think you're right. It was Mulan. Fuck. Yeah, because she did that song, uh, Changes. Hey, yeah. did you know that in... 
Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back, Christina Aguilera wrote We're a Miracle? Yep. I know that. It's on the soundtrack. We're a miracle um, in every single way. We should probably stop now. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the song. That's that other song. You know she was in DOA Beach Volleyball? Uh, yeah, come on over. Yeah. That song was in DOA Beach Volleyball. Damn it. Okay. I played the beach volleyball game, guys. It was a legitimate volleyball game. I like how you... My favorite part is that you could pause it and move the camera around to get the perfect angle Upskirt to whack to. Huh? Yeah, well, and if you and you could actually learn to play the game one-handed. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, she kicks eye. So thanks for listening for to our embarrassment podcast. <laughs> no, that's not... Our, this is... Our embarrassing podcast will come later. Oh, that's right. That is one of the ones uh, we do have. One that it, well, embarrassing and awkward moments. I, yes. might, I might opt out of that one. <laughs> you can't. Embarrassing, awkward, and terrifying. It's gonna be. Stories. It's gonna be. Well, you don't have to tell every story. I mean, you can like you know restrict yourself. I have yeah. no embarrassing stories ever. I can't think of one. Pussy. Uh, well, I don't know. Pussy. Mom, pussy. None. It's because of Aaron that I missed out on an opportunity with five hot college chicks because of the Ecto One. We'll tell that for the podcast. Yeah, we'll that, that would have happened. Totally would have. <laughs> and don't blame it all on me. You can, uh, Richie shares that. Yeah, and it's going to happen again because I got to find two more for Rob and Dude. Yeah. So, you guys are welcome. Thank you, by the way, for that awesome Ecto One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you. Oh, listeners. I heard about that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. story. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. Uh, YouTube.com slash Airport Road. You found the podcast already, so good on you. Airportroad.tumblr.com Which we do update. Uh, you can find us on DeviantArt at airportroad.deviantart.com, I believe. Cafe Press slash Airport Road. If you want to buy some merchandise, support us. We have uh, Dispatches from the Weird, which is uh, your sister podcast that you do with Richie, and, and I hang out all the time. Yeah, that's also on iTunes. Yep. Dispatches from the Weird, and alternatively, YouTube.com slash Weirdo Church. Mm-hmm. If you want to see some more awesome short films. Indeed. Uh, I think that's about all of our means of communication uh, electronically. Probably. We sh- oh, well, we've got Facebook groups uh, yeah. you can join. and uh, Send us an email to mudkip5000 at gmail.com. Tell us how much you love us. Yeah. And I will say this, if uh, if you write us an iTunes review, oh. I will send you a package. Oh. Some of a prize package. If you also send yeah. us your address. And it will be include a DVD of some sort of all of our short films. And something else. Yeah, and uh, you're not going to make promises this time because uh, on dispatches it got more and more ridiculous. And now that uh, someone's actually uh, someone actually won the contest yeah. on dispatches, and now we have to send them like a prize package of ten things. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm cutting it off. You get two things <laughs> if you write us an iTunes review. Well, I'll throw in something. And Rob, are you going to throw in something? What? He'll spit in the box. Rob is so tired right now. He's <laughs> really tired. Dude, do you need to, like, seriously crash here? Or? Uh, I'm going to try to make it home. Okay. Windows down. Okay, well, uh, we'll be back next week, assuming uh, Rob uh, doesn't fall asleep behind the wheel. Yeah. But uh, thank you for listening. And check us out later. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.